Side Home Theater Podcast, the Home Theater Podcast that's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, the award-winning scenes, <laughs> the award-winning Home Theater Podcast. <laughs> that is right. Yes, thank hey, you. So, can I tell you? I just now realized watching that opening video that our that your countdown doesn't work. Your ten to one countdown doesn't work <laughs> because it goes four, three, two. Four. Four. Because it ends with <laughs> episode four. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> so. As always, Just you are in, as <laughs> always, a stickler for details, but you're hey, leaving you out know. the best one. And mm. I've been waiting, and I did the not cue one. you up for this at all. I've been waiting no, you for somebody to go. Oh, you've been waiting what? for like a year for somebody to, to call you out <laughs> on your countdown? Yeah, because I was so <laughs> particular. Ten, nine, eight, and it's every single one. And then the last one, the last one is, yes, you're correct. It's episode four. Right. You can't figure that out. It's the number one. It's the movie. I mean, I, it's the number one movie why everybody, a lot of people are here. It's the mo- number saying? one movie that got me going into home theater. I, I can see it. I can see it from that point of view, but I know you can. But a stickler for details from as another always. point of view. <laughs> yeah, yeah, six months the, later, uh, <laughs> the lawyer possibly <laughs> approves. To be fair, most of the time I don't get to see that. It doesn't always play. So, right on your end. On my and end, also, yeah. to be fair, that I had to tell you what's written on the back of the hat I sent you. <laughs> you, did. you did. I don't always look at the back of my hat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, boy. There we go. There we hey, go. Happy New Year. Happy, <laughs> happy New Year, John. This is New Year. What's your resolution? Just to be the same as you've always been? Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Why change? Exactly. Steve, what do we got going on in the chat over there, buddy? Uh, I mean, we have got people in already. So, um, yeah, let's uh, say hi. So we got uh, Dominic uh, jumped in first saying hi. So uh, someone called Steve George already said hello to him. Um, We've got uh, Steve Att, who's uh, been queuing up, not since midday. Um, And uh, Van Gaal's in, said he missed it last week, but he's here this time. So hi, Van Gaal. Glad that you're back. Um, and uh, Scruffy says he's here, so we can begin. Very kind of you, yeah. Scruffy. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, we were waiting uh, for him. I saw yeah, that. I meant to text to that. I meant to reply to that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mikey Strom's in. Um, Paul Hertz just popped Mikey. in. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. And we've got Jan is back, um, which I realized this week from Montserrat. I do believe that's in Spain. So, all I want to tell is that, Jan, nice to see you back again. Uh, here yep. we have. Down there from Montserrat. I do believe that's yep. in Spain. Not in my nice. part of Spain that I know. So you could have filmed the Covenant there. It would have been fine. Right. Um, but uh, unfortunately, they shot it where I know. Um, and uh, Joe Sills <laughs> in as well. So uh, yeah, hi guys. And again, that's not everybody that's in the chat looking at the numbers. So if you're yeah. in the chat, you want to say hello, just uh, pop us a comment and uh, we will treat you with equal disdain to all the others. I mean, sorry, yeah. we'll say hello and, and be glad that you are here. 
<laughs> it's a love-hate relationship, really. Well, indeed. <laughs> uh, not Jan, uh, Jan. Oh, is not, oh, he's in the Caribbean, Caribbean, not in Spain. Oh, okay. There is a Montserrat in Spain. Yeah, there you go. Oh. Oh, okay. Sorry about that, John. Well, oh, look. The Car- I couldn't even the say Montserrat if you just Montserrat. told me to, yes. like, wrote it out and said, what's this? <laughs> As John knows, I have trouble saying Pamela. You write it out for me. Uh, <laughs> Though, to be fair, the uh, being in the Caribbean would be uh, very pleasant indeed. Caribbean. <laughs> what? Honestly. <laughs> oh, here we go. Aluminium. Aluminium. No. John. John. Steve, Steve. Steve is now out on this entire show because my well, accent isn't appropriate. Yep. <laughs> it's like uh, it's not believable. He says he's from yeah, Boston, but he what? says Caribbean. Yeah. It's like, oh, but wait, that's what we say. <laughs> Did you not go to the right place when I told you to go there, Steve? To, to, yeah, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been, I've been, oh my God. I've been, this, that's been my argument. My, I'm married to an English teacher. She's like, you're saying it wrong or you said this wrong or no. you can't end in a preposition. I don't even know what a preposition is. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just ended it. <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> can I, uh, can I show off? Don't sure. you always? You Please. need permission well, for that yeah, now? <laughs> well, that, that is true. Um, preposition is one of the eight parts of speech. Noun, pronoun, verb, adverb, adjective, interjection, conjunction, or preposition. Yeah, I watch that more cartoons too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> conjunction, junction, what's yeah. your function? I watch Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that, was a little, that was kind of my party piece at school, that one, the eight parts of speech. Yeah, oh. school days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, You're a blast at parties, aren't you, Steve? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I mean, you could, oh, that, yeah. that one slays yeah. them. <laughs> break, break off into English lessons. Yeah. Uh, so um, we got a very interesting email this week, um, and I thought I'd read it on the show. I'm definitely going to be reading it on uh, the Takeover Tuesday at the end of the month. I'll read the whole thing. But uh, it uh, it it pertains to spoiler alerts, so I thought it was important oh. to read it on the show, so we could have a little discussion about it. She's like, so this uh, email comes from uh, G- Giordi, pronounced jo- Jordy. Sorry, it says Jordy. it right after it, Jordy. But it's he's G E O R D I E, and he says pronounced Jordy, as in Star Trek. Uh, and he's in Australia. So send me a, a really nice, or sent us a really nice email. It says, hi, DJ John and Steve. Long time listener, first time commenter here. I love your show. Well done getting it all, getting it off the ground and continually improving so much that you're now one of the most popular being in the top three. That's a huge effort and major achievement for sure, for sure. That's not why I'm reading this. Uh, it, and then he goes on and he explains. What's that? Is he in the chat? What'd you say? No, 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 no. I was just saying moving oh. on. We've we've done the, yeah. uh, the, yeah. the complimentary bit. Yeah, exactly. He's like, and then he goes on and tells me about his system, which I'll have at the end of the uh, month. And he says, I'm writing, I'm, I'm not writing to tell you about me. I just want to give you a bit of feedback on something besides all your great work. Spoilers. And he says, in my opinion, 
you guys have dropped quite a few, albeit mostly in the distant past. I'm not, I'm sure not intentionally, and I know it's difficult to discuss movies in some depth while trying to dance around potential spoilers. I know you give alerts sometimes, and that's much appreciated and fair enough to go ahead with spoilers after. Other times you have said no spoilers, but <laughs> and go on to give what I what I would consider spoilers. Having said that, it happens a lot less these days, and I feel you really have improved a lot when it comes to spoilers. I'm only mentioning it now because I was listening to the top 10 list for 2023, and a clanger spoiler was dropped on a movie I put on my watch list based on you guys rating it so highly, The Mist. That was enough to motivate me to say hi and also explain my view on what can be a spoiler that might not be obvious to the spoiler dropper. He says, maybe I'm picky, but to me, it's not just a spoiler when it slips that it's this event happens. To me, it's also a spoiler just to know that something happens, even if what happens is not mentioned. For example, someone might innocently say, the twist is brilliant thinking that's okay because they didn't spoil what the twist is. But to me, the fact that I am now aware of a twist at all robs me of the surprise moment when what should have been unexpected twist occurs. All the way up to the twist, I've known everything is not what it seems, which is the opposite of what I'm supposed to be experiencing as the movie progresses. And while waiting for it, maybe I've been, uh, or. And while waiting for it, maybe I've been distracted by other subtleties in the movie because I'm looking for clues or trying to anticipate the twist and or what it might be about, etc. He's like, there are other examples, but I'll keep it shortish. Well, that that flew by. Uh, (laughs) Just cling to the one that was dropped in the top 10 podcast, which was about the mist and motivated me to send this email. So that, that was about it. So that's why I have spoiler alert up there. And um, I did say, so I, I'll say, I'll disclose up front. I did say to him in my reply, I was like, yes, um, we do. We have gotten better at that. I will agree. And I do feel like he does. And I was at, at times, I, it's like, I get cringy on this side hearing you guys. And then it's like, oh, there it goes. Because I, I, I have, we have gotten those emails in the past. Um, about saying stuff like that. And, um, I know the spoiler that they're talking about. Um, uh, it was about, I actually, he does go on and say what it was, but it was, um, in the type of person that made the movie is what, remember what you said, Steve, about the mist. So it's like, it's that kind of thing. And, uh, but I, I'll also say, I'm like, we'll try to do better. And we really should. Cause a lot of times we're talking about maybe even movies that are older. And that's like, Oh, if you haven't seen this, you should. And that's the idea. And when I was doing just when I was alone doing home theater experiences, it was easy because all I did was the home theater experiences, right? Now we tend to throw some of our opinions in. And I think sometimes then that well, can but, get to be a little spoily. Okay. Your home theater experiences is laden with spoilers though because if you say oh at 10 minutes and 42 seconds the bomb drop here i mean you're you're right you're talking about you're, the scene right and, and is it but possible I, but, to, to say what you're saying without 
telling what's right. going on. Right. So. And what I, yeah, but if you remember, John, back when I was doing it by myself, I would give my review of everything, if you should go buy it, if you could do this. And then I did a spoiler sounder, and I said, here we go. I'm going to go scene by scene the rest of the way. Right. So then the listeners would know. And we've even talked about doing that here, and we're like, what if we could talk spoilers? But because it's a live show... You, you've mentioned it's live. How do the people watching live go, oh, crap, what do I do? They're going to talk spoilers, and I don't want to get those. So we've kind of tried to just stay away from doing no spoilers whatsoever. We'll try not to do any spoilers whatsoever. And I think that that's what he's talking about here is like he's like, we've gotten better at it. Um, but it is it, it is hard to do because sometimes we'll be like, ah, and it's like, you know. Think, well, and again, um, hey, look, man, I'll, I'll conform to – whatever you think is best, but it's super stifling to try to talk about your experiences or a movie without telling, without talking about your experiences or the movie. Like it just is going to really stunt the things, the conversations we can have about anything we're talking um, about. You know, uh, if it may please the court, I'd like to call my first witness, um, (laughs) Stephen Att. Who uh, who says I watched the miss for the first time after the show really didn't spoil anything for me. Maybe I'm just a dull blade. <laughs> don't under don't undercut yourself, Stephen. That uh, I appreciate that. Um, and then again, I think this is what the email is talking about. Um, yeah. So that is know, when I said don't expect right. a happy ending. I mean, you know, again. So so Steve says it's it's not right. a spoiler. It's a warning. I mean, I think the particular nature of that. I, I agree with Steve, actually. I mean, I know Steve's kind of meaning it perhaps in a slightly acerbic way, but I, I think you, I would like to have been warned before I see that because I think that's a particularly difficult ending. And if I may say, for some people, I'll be careful with the pun here, um, it could be triggering for some people as well. So I, in my defense, and as a defense lawyer, I like to think I can defend <laughs> myself. Um, I think actually that is that is a valid warning as to not the kind of ending you might expect from a B a 1950s B movie homage. So um, let me so, yeah. um, let me um, let me defend Jordy a little bit. Well, I'm just saying no attacks towards Jordy. Like I'm not. No, I'm no, not no. But anybody, I was just going to say to Steve, but, when you saw it, did anybody warn you about the ending, Steve? Um, no, no, they didn't, and I wish they so, had. So had you not did does your review of that change at all by you not saying if you had done exactly like what Jordy's saying like it's if you don't give the warning does it change your review does it change anything it's an extra piece of information that wasn't really necessary to what we do I'm not blaming you we do it all the time I'm just saying I'm I, I see Jordy's point in that I see Steve's too because. To be fair, like the other part that you even said about that, and sorry if people are like, if we're rehashing this and you didn't see last week's show where the spoiler is, but here it comes again. So it's like you were warning it. You're like, it's not a Hollywood ending. It's a Stephen King ending. But then to be fair, it was written by Stephen King. And it says it written by Stephen King. So you can, exactly. So you can kind of, I, I'm defending you by saying that because Jordy (laughs) would be like, I didn't know that. Well, it's, it says written by Stephen King, but at the same time, if you're, if you want to have like, you just, by, by doing a warning, Steve, you took away the opportunity for people to have the same exact experience you had. 
And that, you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not saying yeah. you're right and I'm not, or wrong. And I'm not saying Jordy's right or wrong, but I can appreciate both sides of it. Mm. I'm, and I said this to Jordy too, I'm in the middle. I don't care. And as John knows, I don't remember things anyways. People could tell me something about a movie and then I'll go and see and go, I forgot that was even there. AKA Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> like, I forgot there was another so, movie coming. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And like John not only told me, yelled at me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I know. I know. But you know what? It, like spoilers never really bother me. I don't, I'm not, I don't, you could spoil a movie for me. I not, And what's funny is they do bother John. And they John, do bother me quite a bit. I know you hate to have something spoiled, but you you tend to get more stuff spoiled than I do because you're like you said you're in the comic book store, you're online because of work, and you went, right. I don't run into it, and it, it, like we'll talk about movies all the time, and be like did that get spoiled for you? And you're like, yeah, and I was like, oh really? Had no idea. Right. I love it. But also, it's, if it, if, also if, the dumb. Ti- if the title of said thing that I haven't watched yet appears on something I'm listening to, I yeah. fast forward until it's over. So, yeah, I, you know, I, so again, like I don't know. Like, I feel like what's the statute of limitations? I get there's always a person. Like I've never seen the Maltese Falcon, right? It's like 60 years old. But I don't care if somebody spoils it on a podcast because mm. if I if I cared that much in 60 years, I would have seen it. So, you know, a lot of movies right. we talk about are not brand new things. Like I get it if, right. it's the, if it's last week's episode of Monarch. Okay, we'll tiptoe around it quite a bit and try not to spoil but if a movie's five years old, even The Mist, like how old is that movie? 2007. Yeah, it's right. it's 17 years old. And I get right. not everybody has seen it, but there has to be a statute of limitations on what we're able to talk about. Otherwise, everything we review is just going to be looked good, sounded good, move on Things to the happened. next one. You know, right. because yeah. – and that's well, kind and of that's, how all my reviews right. go anyways. But – um, <laughs> so John's like, but so I, I mean, so I'll be John, right at you home should be there, like, perfect. But, you nailed my reviews. But like every, no. every review right. is the same. If, right. You know, if we, if we don't talk about the thing at all, there's nothing to talk about. It's just all, right. we're, we're either just like, going to thumbs up and thumbs down it and we're going to move to the next one. Right. And so I, I, there has to be some kind of medium here. Yeah. Or a, a, a way to do it. So. John, you're playing to the crowd here. Yeah. So we've no, got John's, I mean, says valid points, John. Anything that holds should be fair game. Steve says, I'm backing John on this one. Yep. So I think uh, we all are, yeah. but I also understand Jordy. And if it's a movie that we haven't seen in a long, it, like, you know, most people haven't seen, we do that anyways. But at the same time, I would also say, like, write to Jordy if you're watching or listening, be like, you're watching a show that's about the movies and the experiences. So if, you know, if you just, if, if you're interested in it, shut us off. <laughs> it's like, I mean, cause little things are going to happen here and there, but we, we literally try not to spoil stuff as much as we yeah. possibly can. Right. And we that's, do. that's been our goal. And like Jordy said, he's like, you're getting better at it. And maybe we don't put a warning in. Cause like I said to Steve right there, it's like, that doesn't really change the review. We could have, Steve had a great review. We had a great conversation about it. And it's just that warning at the end to his point is he's right. And it's like, and I think you'd agree with that. I think everybody would agree with that. If somebody told you like, Oh my God, when you go and see, um, Oh, what the hell is the one? It, that the twist. Ending. Wait till the twist. Six, ending there you go. The sixth yeah. Wait till Sorry, the sixth. 
Um. <laughs> right. But it's like if we use that as an example, but that is kind of disappointing because now it's like if it if it's fairly fresh. Right? right. And we know that. But it, yeah, it's I, I can see like, both sides. But at I, the same I, time, I it's like jump. we are pretty good, I think. Like I said, I see both. Yeah. I just like we just need to have a a consensus on how we're going to approach these movies because it, it well, changes I, I think, what we yeah. you know, what we're going to be able to talk about. So, right. yeah. I mean, just just with Brent's comment, just two seconds. So he says, it's got to be honest. The mist is 16 years old. And after 10 years, you should be able to spoil everything. If you didn't see a yeah. movie in 10 plus years, then that's on you. I mean, I think we're a little bit more fluid than that in terms of, yeah. not, you know, we don't have any hard and fast rules, but with the mist in particular, because I don't think I genuinely go, Oh, and that ending. Oh my God. Cause we've certainly come across some films recently with endings that we wanted to talk about and didn't. Right. Um, yes. You know, the, yeah, so, and I, I won't let mention any cause we'll upset Geordie. Um, but my favorite was like Oppenheimer. <laughs> Everybody's like, don't spoil it for me. I'm like, it's, it's history. history. Yeah. Titanic. <laughs> like, Titanic. Yeah. It's like, it, it, um, it sank. It's like, yeah. so, and we make jokes like that. It's like, you know, it, yeah. and what's funny is a lot of people I saw, they were upset about certain spoilers and say Oppenheimer. And it's like, that isn't the movie. Go watch the movie. You'll see that everything that we talked about or whoever anybody talked about, that's not what the movie's about. You have to go see it and you'll realize, oh, that what, and I remember this conversation on Twitter. I'm like, that's not a spoiler. Right. And then, well, I mean, I, I, Steve, you've been down this road with, you know, your, uh, um, Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart in the trailer and somebody yeah, well, was upset about spoilers. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I think just, I, the re, the reason, if I may, with the just with that film, and again, I'm I'm already now trying to dance around it again, is that that, that particular thing in that film where something happened, because otherwise there's no drama if a movie nothing happens, um, is is triggering for a lot of people. I think, especially with current events and things that have gone on of late, with what has happened over there, not so much here, but over there, and I and I think people ought to be warned. Because there are some that would be very, very I don't agree traumatized. With that. I don't agree with shown. that. But, but I don't agree with that. But that's the, the reason for it. Not right. Not, you know, but I don't. I just but that's. That, the, but that's hmm. the thing. It's like where that's not what we do here. Uh, it's not. Well, and I, it's I mean, not I mean, what we don't warn people yeah. about. Like I, we've never told people not to see something. We've never told people. We tell people we really liked it. We're not saying you should have it. But if if it's not our call. To, to, to what could be triggering, what could be, um, emotional to you, right? Because what's emotional to you might not be to somebody else. And at the same time, if you're in the market of doing that and then we don't do it and somebody gets triggered and goes, why didn't you warn me? Cause we don't do that. And that's so like, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, quite, but it's not something that, that I've done before. Um, hmm. after what, nearly two years on the show, thereabouts, 18 months, two hmm. years. Um, it was that particular film because of that particular content. And yeah. as you guys know, for reasons, I don't want you to think we're reprimanding you, Steve. No, you're, <laughs> right, hey, no, you're okay. But I <laughs> also want to address the issue. So, you know, I, hmm. um, for reasons that you guys know about that I'm not going to talk about on air because I don't do right. that. Um, it is, it is something that, that I find concerning and it's something that I felt was worth raising. I did it in a hmm. humorous way. I wasn't suggesting yeah. you don't see it. The reason we were talking about it is because I was the only one who said it's a fantastic disc and you should see it. So it's right. quite the opposite to 
don't see it. Um, right. Was merely trying to, in a in a vaguely mildly humorous way, just to prepare Steve for what he was about to see. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, that that's fine. You know, I I, I get that, and you know, apologies, Jordy, uh, if that has uh, upset you in any way. But but that's the reason for it. And whilst rightly or wrongly, that's the rationale for it. This was not me trying to just be facetious or difficult. It's actually no. me trying to explain that this is something unusual and different. And you ought to be, in my, in my view, wary of it, no more than that. Bearing in mind yeah. that I think someone said they'd seen it with their eight-year-old. So I'm, you know. <laughs> so, so, there Bill, it is. But that, so Bill is saying, and this is what I'm like, I'm not trying to, I, I had no intention of putting you on the spot, Steve. I don't want you to take it that way. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jordy does either, because like you said, that just happened to be the most prevalent or the most recent example. So we used it and it's like, like I said, I'm like, you're not wrong, Steve. If you want to do that in the future, I'm not going to tell you, no, it's not like I'm going to jump on you and do that. But some listeners don't like it. Some listeners do. Some listeners don't like the length of our show. Some do. Some want it longer. Some want it shorter. We can't please everybody. But I thought it was a great conversation because there are, like Bill saying, both sides have valid points. And I see it. I see it from both sides. It doesn't bother me either way on, on an instance like that. Not like, I mean, if it was a full on out spoiler, I'd be like, oops, <laughs> that, that's not cool. But the, the subtle ones, I see both sides of it. So, yeah, I mean, fair enough. I mean, we, and, and to John's point, you know, I think there, there's a certain amount of these films we've got to talk about. Otherwise it is literally look good, sound good. You buy, move on. <laughs> yeah. And before long, that becomes quite, quite boring. Because we don't need a show. You could just put out the show notes with a thumbs up or a thumbs down after every yep. title. And, exactly. And then that's, yeah. all, that's our show. Actually, so. Paul, that, that's a good point as well, just looking at Paul. So remember that. I yeah. We were talking about yeah. that. So someone who likes Westerns asked me last year if they should watch Bone Tomahawk. I mean, we talked about that that, that has yeah. a change in it. <laughs> it's yeah. a mix of genres. Um, so, again, that's something we danced around very carefully. Right. Um, but yeah. um but yeah, I I I think it, it again we've I think we have slightly changed over the time in terms of how we talk about movies. I think yeah. we do talk more uh, as much about what we enjoyed about the movie as as the experience because I think and we talked last time and we've talked a number of times the experience is actually elevated or or taken away from depending on both the movie and the home theater experience. That's why Evil Dead Rise for you wasn't number one to go back to Evil Dead Rise again because you, you didn't like the movie, but you thought the experience was great. Absolutely, so yeah, yeah. We do both, you know, and, I, and, I, and again, I think it would be, we would take something away from how we do this right? if we go, right, right movie's off limits. Everyone, this is a movie about a boat. Right, and it sounded really good, looked really good, and, and then, you know. Did it have a motor? I don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We're going to give it all away. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no. no. No, there we go. So, great discussion. <clears throat> that's fun. Is everybody all riled up? Not riled up. I mean, it was a great discussion, but I don't know if we've come away with, like, how are we talking about the things we're going to talk about today? You know, like, we didn't. It wasn't, me- it wasn't meant as yeah. a, a change in format. It was right. meant as in, like, here's a perspective. And let's talk. I mean, I could have talked about that all by myself. 
in the takeover in the takeover Tuesday, but I wanted to have a discussion with you guys about it, you know, and it's like, and I thought it was just so that we could all hash out what, what listeners are thinking. And I think it is a valid point as we got from the chat here. It's like people like they, I think everybody here agrees. And I say here watching and listening, they all like, yeah, every now and then something might get spoiled, but if you could, you know, just be a little bit more cautious or something or whatever, and that's all. And it's, if we, hey, buyer beware. And I mean, we don't, and that's the other part of our, we clearly don't do this on purpose, you know, and it's not like we're going to end, we're not going to spoil a movie on you without telling you long ahead of time. Like we're going to have a spoiler full discussion here and we've never really, you know, spoiled anything other than that, other than doing that. And I, I can't even find my spoiler sounder right now, but. Um, well, and in fairness, Deej, had it not been a discussion about spoilers, we would have never actually had contact with one another. This is true. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's I'm going uh, back. Yeah, that goes way. Which one was that? Midway. Midway. But the spoiler? That's why you put the popcorn in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I said, oh, um, that's right. I said, oh yeah, because I hadn't seen it. I was looking forward to seeing it and I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. And then you were like, oh, okay, we'll put popcorn things. We'll have the popcorn popping so you know that we'll talk spoilers. So that we're going into spoilers. Mm. So you see that, Jordy? Great email. That's how Steve ends up on the show years later. He <laughs> he emailed me say or DM me or whatever mm. saying you should put something in when you go to talk spoilers. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. And I said, we're going to get into spoilers now. And the popcorn starts popping. And then I went to the scenes. Holy crap. That's funny. And when you yeah. should have said at the beginning, don't bother seeing Midway, Steve. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not, spoilers, that's not what I think of Midway. I was telling you to go see it, and then, and yet oh, we're man. still friends after that. <laughs> Had you I not seen it yet? See it again. No, I, no, not at that point. I hadn't. It was a week before. So but you I, hadn't seen it, then you heard my review, and then saw it, and hated it, and now, and we're still friends. Yeah, but you that's, got, you took that's it a really rare to thing heart, for social it? media, <laughs> especially for a guy that loves to block everybody. I'm surprised I didn't get blocked right then and there. Oh, man. <laughs> no, man, it was uh, what was that was fun though because you really took it to heart that I didn't realize you did because I didn't know you at that yeah. time. Oh yeah, we and talked like a year later that. about that. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like my first few months of start. Like I started in November. That was what March of my first mm -hmm. year first few months in and here I get Steve like and I was like I'd seen St I knew Steve online already through Twitter and I and I was like I respected your opinions about movies and stuff and you're like I was like oh no what did I miss and then I watched it again and I was like all right I watched it with my son through your perspective I go I see what he's saying but I still like it <laughs> <laughs> Steve say I'm midway still haven't seen it okay front of the watch list there you go. Kind of warning about it this time Steve <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> no, it, yeah, it was, because you do, especially when you first start podcasting, and you're all by yourself, you take things to heart, and you're like, and, but it's, it's, you just got to plow through, because not everything's going to be What did you think great. of it, John? I've just realized, I don't know, have you seen it? Did you see Midway? You I don't know that I've seen it, I the own it. The most recent one. Yeah, I own yeah. it, but yeah. I'm not sure that I've actually watched it. I don't remember it. I would have to watch mm -hmm. it again. Just to, yeah, I, I, yeah. I need to see it again too, but unfortunately, it's the only disc that has not made it into the collection. It went straight into the attic. 
It's still I mean, in the, it's still I in its own original out. case. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sealed in concrete and it, did, it didn't it, it didn't get the paper sleeve treatment. <laughs> he no, threw it over the never, side of the, the boat. One. Unfortunately, the boat was in a studio, and that's his biggest problem with it. <laughs> no, I, I, I do need to watch movie. it again because every time you guys bring it up, I keep thinking, man, I need to watch that. <laughs> again or for the first time i don't even it's, yeah it's I, I, of the just over 1000 4k discs that i now own yeah. it's the only one that has not gone into the collection the only wow. one so i need to see it again because it's probably all right i, I think it, it did make an impression on me if i it can't wasn't remember shot watching in Spain. it so. <laughs> <laughs> i think it was shot in the uh, roland emmerich's front room Steve Ad, I'd also recommend the extras. I watched the extras on mm. that one. And yeah, I remember you saying. Mm. It, yeah, and that really pulls you in because this was a, um, the whole movie passion was, project. yeah, it was a, yeah, a passion project for him because his, what was it? I think his great uncle or something like that or mm. grandfather, somebody in his family had died from the exact same ailment that was in the movie. And he, it, it, it just, so he wanted to make that movie. Uh, he tried to make it in the nineties. It was too expensive. So he had to keep waiting till the technology came down so that he could make the movie. But as a home theater experience, and I think Steve would even agree, much like I agree about Evil Dead Rise, the home theater experience on that is absolutely amazing. There, there's a scene in the, in Steve, right? I think you remember this, the dog fight scene when he's coming straight down and the way they used to have to, Actually, I'm sorry, bombing scene and how they had to bomb back then. And he came, had to come straight down on the way they film that, the way they shoot that, your room. I mean, I'm not saying it's as good as Maverick, but some of those scenes are very, very dynamic. They're really good. Really good. But that's not even on our list today. Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, because honestly, that makes me think I haven't seen it because I don't know what you're talking it's about. Not a, it's not a it's not a spoiler because it's not a big it's not no, a big part of the movie at all. I I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I've ever watched it, but I do own it. If I hadn't told you that, you would have watched the movie and went. He had an ailment. It was. Oh. It's barely a part. It's not really <laughs> yeah, part of the yeah. story. It's oh, okay. it's just some, and it's actually literally thrown in there because uh, it is something that happened back then. And it's something that happened in the exact same way to his family member. Uh, the only different, uh, yeah, I'll stop right there. Uh, I'll tell you afterwards if you want, but it's, it's not even a spoiler, actually. It's not part of the story. It's the story is about Midway. Right. Um, but yes. All right. <laughs> Shovel, not necessary. Yep. Digging a hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready to get, are we ready? I mean, we're only 34 minutes in here. Yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> so much for getting done early, Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who said yeah, we're yeah, getting yeah, done yeah. early? Wow. <laughs> uh, I know. And I've got dinner waiting. I've got, uh, and it's, I go, hmm. All right. We ready to go? Here we go. Look good. Sounded good. Move on. <laughs> no, this, this could be another, uh, this, <laughs> this could be another fun discussion right now. So. All right, here we go. Let's bring up this first one here. Uh, bring it up. Uh, we're talking Monarch Legacy of Monsters on Apple TV Plus. Uh, have we all finished this, guys? Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. No spoilers. 
Um, the home theater experience, as we said, was, oops, wrong way. Um, the home theater experience, I thought in this throughout was really good. It's Apple TV plus quality, uh, good, really good picture, really good sound. Uh, it's, didn't lend itself to a ton of great home theater experiences. Uh, there was a few. Yeah, but not a ton. Not, no spoilers, not finished it. Yep. Uh, it, to be fair, Paul says that like almost every week. He <laughs> like does. Almost he does. Every week. It's yeah. like, it's like, I think he says that about movies too. He hasn't finished. Nope. Stop. Don't tell me about the end of Lawrence of Arabia. I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. That's a hot uh, key. He just hit, he just hits V and it comes yeah, up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, between Tap that space and bar, Willie. <laughs> between that and his kaleidoscape drinking, he's just like, yeah. boom, done at the end of the show. Um, I, I really like this movie. I, this show, I love the show. I love what it did for the, the, what do you call it? The monster verse, the monarch verse, whatever you want to call it. Um, you guys weren't fans all along. Did, did the wrap up help you at all? Did the final season turn you around? Final episode turn you around at all? Final three episodes turned me around somewhat. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously I made my feelings pretty clear. <laughs> on this show going up into the Christmas break. But, mm. but yeah, I think the last three episodes um, definitely sucked me into the story a little bit more um, and, and definitely sold me on season two. If they renew it, it hasn't been announced yet. Um, and also questions about, you know, like we discussed what may happen in the upcoming uh, Kong Godzilla film, um, you know, so yeah. 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 Um, overall, yeah, I, I still was lukewarm on it, I guess, as a entire 10 episode thing, but it, it did pick up for me, um, towards the end. So, yeah. Steve? I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still very, very lukewarm on it, unfortunately. I, I, there was some good stuff in it here and there. Um, but there was some Scooby Doo stuff, you know, just, just, Kind of the, the the young characters just were were a bit irritating by the end, and, and I didn't really and, care and about I still any of the relationships. Dislike, yeah, all of the young, all the kids. <laughs> yeah, they're all a bit. They're a bit mopey and a bit a bit kind of navel gazing for me. It's all a bit. I don't know, but I, there was some good stuff in it. I, you know, I it, I think you're right. The last three episodes did try to to up the ante a little bit and give you a little <laughs> bit more, perhaps what you're what you're coming to see, as it were. But I I don't think I'd I love watch how this you again. phrase that i love how it, it is like you're not the only one people do that all the time like the show was made and they were listening to their detractors and then they went all right let's try to up this the whole show's <laughs> done it's like that's just called the story arc <laughs> well yeah well, yeah it's like it's not I, like they got to the final three episodes like oh wait we gotta add a little bit more for people <laughs> well, well i just, think they well, do i think they try to build a, a there's a hmm. definitely a build throughout the season they know when it's going to be yeah high and hmm. when it's going to be low and i think and they that, definitely yeah, an arc. they definitely yeah. right but i think they definitely plan for those last couple of episodes to oh, yeah. you know to ramp up mm. to keep you going or to hook mm. you for the next yeah i or know, as i, sequence I don't or whatever think it I'd, happens to be but yeah i don't think i'd see well, well i know i won't watch this again I wouldn't buy it if it comes out on physical media, you know, whatever it was. Really? Um, and I'm, and if they do a season two, will I watch it? Yeah, but I wouldn't. It'd be like, well, whenever it's out, it's out. I'm not that 
bothered about it. I'll um, watch it, but I, I won't be happy about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it under sufferance. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Funny enough, we're going to talk about another movie later that I had to watch under sufferance. <laughs> the longer it went on, um, but yeah, it it just it, I yeah I just I wanted more. I wanted something different, and and I appreciate you get what you're given, but I personally wanted something different, and and so but that's fine. It's all good. I've got the movies for that. I like Godzilla 2013. I like King right. of Monsters. I like Skull Island. I like Godzilla vs. Kong. And despite the lethal weaponness of the trailer, I'm looking forward <laughs> to Godzilla X Kong or Kong X Godzilla, whatever they're calling it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So I've got the movies. Yeah. So if the TV show's not what I wanted, so what? You know, that's fine. Right. Yeah, it's no big deal. Um, but I, Great I just, segue, I Steve. <laughs> because that's what I like about it. It's not the movies. Yeah. It's adding more yeah, depth to fair. the movies. Kind of like the Continental with uh, the John Wick movies, <laughs> right. right? It's like the con- mm. this is really kind of like the Continental, where it's it's not like the movies. It gives you more story behind the movies, so that when now when you see the movies, and even John and I were talking this was it this weekend, we were like, oh wow, I, I maybe there'll be more of it, and you'll it gives you just more context to what's going on with say monarch or you know these companies or the world really around in this universe so and i found that to be really entertaining and the depth to to the universe that it added um and that's and the people that liked it i'm seeing that that's how they they're viewing it but then the the people that don't are are closer to you guys where it's like I wanted way more monsters and there are monsters in this. And it, it, and I think almost every episode had a good action scene in it somewhere. But to your point, it's like, it's not the movies, right? It's, mm. this is more story driven. Yeah. Mm. So, all right. Anything else on that guys? Was that good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. What do we got up next here? Oh, let's see how this one went. What did you guys think of uh, this one? Who wants to go first? We're talking Reacher from Amazon. Amazon Original Reacher with uh, Atmos 4K, all nine yards. What are we at? Episode seven, I think. Six it's or over. seven now. Is it? Was I that it? It's not over? No, no, no. No, it's not no, over. no. Yeah, yeah you're right. Over. We got oh, one yeah, more. It's, yeah, it's not over. Yeah. That's There's right. at least one more, I hope. Otherwise, it's yeah. hell of a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's right. The, each episode is So great. that must have been seven, and there's one more this week. Yeah. yeah. Now, this one here, it's Amazon. Right. The picture isn't as good. The sound isn't as good. Right. But but you don't need it. It's still good. I mean, to be fair, yeah. it's like it's not horrible, but this is more just fun story. No? Right. This, uh, well, I mean, there's definitely, you know, car chases and guns and things that happen in this show, too. Things go boom. There's yeah. a helicopter in one scene. But, I mean, it's not necessarily like – like, yeah, you don't expect the same things from this that you would from, like, King of Monsters or something like that. Right. Because it's yeah. just not the same type of show. But mm. I, I've really been enjoying this one, though. Um I think – I don't know. I might like it more than season one, which I liked quite a bit. Um, But yeah, I'm really enjoying this. I'm glad to know that um, he wants to continue doing this forever, basically. So fingers (laughs) crossed that Amazon will just keep this thing coming back (laughs) every year. Yeah. Until, uh, you know, until everybody's had enough. But, um, but yeah, I really like it. Mm. 
they'll keep it going until Reacher needs a walker. Right. Um, but <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, uh, it, it um, is a, it, no, it's great. And, and, and I think this is great despite or, or irrespective of the home theater experience because it's very perfunctory. You know, audio video is, is, is just okay, as you say, Ditch. I think it's right. Um, yeah. But it's a great story. It's great fun. And he is he is that character. I mean, you say it's not like King of Monsters, and yet he walks around like a big gorilla. Well, um, oh my god! <laughs> so you know, so he, um, yeah. he. I mean, he's great in the role. He, he absolutely inhabits this role. You never think you would be anything else as Jack Reacher. Um, and 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 yeah, and and actually, he the what's been fun about this season is the the interplay between him and the other kind of members of the team. His team. Which has been yeah. interesting because you would have thought, you know, I, I've I've not read the books, the Lee Child books, I have to admit. Mm. Um but I I'm aware of the the, the catchphrase, Reacher said nothing. And I thought therefore that, that this you know he's a big lunk and this idea that actually he might not talk well with others and actually have, you know, um, a, a wit and, and kind of a good interplay. And yet th- that's in spades. I think it's really, really good. And some of the best stuff in this is is how he reacts to other characters and other members of the team. So that's been a nice surprise. I, I think it's really good. Um, and, and, yeah, looking forward to the finale next week. Um, or is that a spoiler? I actually shouldn't say that. Uh, looking forward to it just – Something happening uh, on and on. Um, with, yeah. <laughs> so, no, I'm looking forward to it. It is good. It is good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you, the other – I've seen a few people uh, say this is just stupid. Like when, when, the, um, when the first season came out, people said – people liked the movie better or, or, or were thankful for this over the movie – And what I find about this, and, you know, I haven't read the books yet either. I really want to, though, because I I find that the writing for this and the the creativity in this is is so good that I think a lot of people, and Steve, you and I have talked about, especially after episodes one and two, we were just like, oh, my God, there's so much fun stuff in here. Um, Just think of, like, I, I said this before, when the movie came out, everybody was like, Tom Cruise doesn't look anything like Jack Reacher in the book, right? But what they did in the movie, and I've said this on the show, is, like, they took, you know, the assumptions that people make when you come across the Tom Cruise-tized character. You're like, oh, he's not very tough, and yet he is. In this one, oh, he's just a big lug, but he's super smart. So you, I love that, you know, the the, the assumptions that people are going to make about these situations – and but the other part I like is season one of Reacher was he's a loner the entire season and it's like so we went from there and now in this one they're get, you know you, it's about his him and his team I mean that's part I mean you know that it's part of that's what the storyline is for the season right what do we do going forward they could do ten seasons of this and it's like do a couple of seasons where he's a loner do a couple of seasons where he's got his team again it, it, this feels like it's like. Has anybody noticed this is turning into like the MCU and this is like season two is like the Avengers. Like they got all the, they got the team together. Right. You know what I mean? And then it's like when he goes off on his own, they could do separate spinoff seasons right. of other of people. We might not even have met them yet. Who knows what other teams he's worked with? They could just right. make it up. It's just, it's so good. It's so creatively written, but yet at the same time, it's just that. My wife doesn't want to watch it. Well, actually, she does because she just wants. She goes, "Can you turn the volume down?" 
Right. <laughs> he's gorgeous. But is he gonna it, shut it, this is like testosterone filled, right? You're just like, oh my God. It's like, it, it's just so much fun. And, and, and to your point, Steve, like we talk about all the time, like, you can't do this stuff in real life. <laughs> just, no. just walk down the street and just do the things people, these, they do in these shows. It's so funny, but it, it's just so much fun. And then the home theater part of it, there's no way it's, it's not a fantastic home theater experience because it's Amazon and, and, and it's the story, but you gotta watch this in your theater. You got, you gotta see, you gotta see this in a, on a, in a proper setup, in your proper yeah. setup. Don't just watch it on a little TV in the living room. Cause there are some good, like John said, there's some booms, there's some, that, but even just the, the sights of the characters, it's just so good. So much fun. Yeah, Anything else? Great. <laughs> no, well, yeah, I mean, this could run and run and let's hope it does. Um, cause it seems it, it's quite, it, it, I'm sure it's not, but it feels effortless from all involved. Everyone feels like they're, yeah. they're just in the groove and having a good time with it. Um, and so if they can keep that going, then great. I think one of the challenges they're going to have will be returning him to being a loner at the end of this. I'm assuming they're going to have to because that is the character. The, it is the, um, yeah. You know, it is it is the Bill Bixby end of right. the Incredible yeah. Hulk episode. You know, he is supposed to walk off with the sad oh, music yep. and just his toothbrush. You know, it that's does come how up, it's supposed to be. It comes up on and on through the season, too. Like, he's always yeah, talking yeah. about basically getting back to being by himself. So <laughs> I, I think, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, who knows what, it, yeah, who knows what next season will be, you know. So. Am I the only one that thinks it's amazing, bearing in mind how big he is, that he always seems to find a shirt that fits perfectly like trousers that fit yeah, perfectly. Yeah, jackets. Fit. Shoot, yeah, He's such a big guy. Yeah, yeah. every secondhand store has a has a yeah, yeah. Foot yeah. Tall, extra 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 large foot wide. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a good to boots, me as I was watching it. All the all the boots are size twelves and yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> <like> snowshoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, poor Bruce Willis can't find a nice pair of shoes, a, a fitting pair of shoes in a in a whole building of people. But right. you know, he just gets the perfect every time he walks in. <laughs> it is it is funny, but I think he he almost winks at the camera every time he changes his clothes. It's yeah, a little like we know so we know this is silly, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. So great. All right, uh, let's see what do we got next here. Oh. This next one here is, uh, this is a lot, this was, this was a lot of fun. So, talking, uh, Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Uh, this dropped a little, a few weeks ago on Kaleidoscape. Um, and I don't know if it's, it's not out on disc yet, right? It's just digital. I don't think so. If I remember yeah, I right. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, if you're a fan of it, of the hum, Hunger Games series, uh, I recommend this. I highly recommend this, actually. Whoops. Sorry about that. I highly recommend it. It was a lot of fun. There was some, uh, just story wise, it's hokey. Um, but there's some good humor in it. It follows the Hunger Games storyline. Um, but for me personally, this was my daughter and I, we went to the midnight showings of the early Hunger Games. I don't even know if the last one had a, midnight showing i think by then we were into like they don't do those anymore it's like oh see you at eight o'clock or whatever um so when this dropped 
on Kaleidoscape. I had pre-bought it so that we could see it together and our schedules didn't permit until last week. It was like, I, the weather was worked out for me. She was off. Uh, she came down. It's, it's a long movie. It's like 245. Um, but good. Like I said, if you're, if you're a fan of the Hunger Games, you have to kind of have seen the Hunger Games series. If you haven't, this isn't, you're probably just going to be like, this was weird, stupid. You're like, uh, uh-uh. um, home theater wise though, it's, this it, is kind of like it, it was, it had a really good picture. And it had really good sound, but it didn't have a ton of scenes that made you just go like, Oh, wow. This is a home theater, great home theater experience. It had, it had some scenes. It definitely had some echoes going on. It had some nice pans. My daughter and I were looking around at a few times, but it's, it's mostly a drama, um, about what's going on. And especially being at 245, I want to say there was probably 15, 20 minutes of action. And the rest of it would just be the drama. And it's a little bit of a backstory because it's like 65 years before the original Hunger Games show, uh, movies. So, um, but yeah, entertaining, a lot of fun, but, uh, you, you really, if, if you've never seen the Hunger Games, see all those other ones first. <laughs> Any of you guys see the Hunger Games stuff? I've never seen a minute of the Hunger Games. Me neither. So no? I okay. don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't have anything against it. Like I yeah. maybe will at one point, but I've never, yeah. I probably wouldn't have if it wasn't for my daughter, yeah. but she had read the books when she was growing up. So she read the books and then the movies came out and she really wanted to see them. So we, of course we went and saw them. Um, and I really, I did. I really enjoyed them. They're, they're good movies. Uh, they're Ritz. Uh, we had, We've seen, I think, two of them on the Kaleidoscape so far, uh, but it, it, I, we just had a lot of fun with them. And the, the first three, or the first, the movies themselves, are good home theater experiences. I want to say they're better than this because they have better action in them. Uh, this one, not so much. Um, I know Keith of Hashtag Dork, if you're watching, uh, do not see this because uh, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes <laughs> there are a lot of snakes in this. It's in the title, but it's, I was like, I don't like snakes. And I was just like, Bleh. it was like, it was cringing like crazy. So, um, yeah. But I've looked it, at it, the box set a couple times, but I haven't pulled the trigger on it. So I don't know. It's, uh, it's an interesting story for sure. If you haven't seen it, it's an interesting story how it, uh, like what it's about. And, well, I know the gist. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I live in the world, so I have an idea of what it's about. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, yeah, not seen it. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, let's see. Who do we have up next here? Oh, here we go. I want, I, I don't know anything about this one. So, all right. What do we got for this, Steve? John, sorry. John. John. Oh, I say, I say this is uh, Role Play, um, which was a new movie that dropped, I believe, Friday on Amazon Prime. Uh, this stars Kaylee Cuoco and David Oyelowo. Oyelowo, yeah. Oyelowo. Yeah, he's yeah. an English chap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so this is kind of um, – what was that movie we watched not too long ago with Marky Wahlberg with the spy 
we just family plan family plan so Mm -hmm. this is another movie in the vein of that um again without too many spoilers you've got um one partner here who has a past as sort of a in the espionage world (laughs) and um, a spouse that doesn't know anything about it. Um, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Of course it's right here in the, yeah, it's (laughs) a spice up their wedding anniversary with a night of role play in New York city. Well, but it talks about who, well, it talks about (laughs) who, it talks about who has the secret life and who doesn't. But anyways, this was, um, yeah, um, this was, this movie was a lot of fun. Uh, I really liked it. Um, As far as the home theater experience goes, it was very just flat, I thought, until the finale. Like the last fifteen minutes or so of the movie, I felt like I felt like there was some really, really good use of of all the surrounds and all the channels. But as I was going through this movie, nothing stood out to me at all. Like it, it wasn't really a home theater experience as much as it was just a fun movie. Like I do recommend it. It's really enjoyable. It is a little tired. You know, again, it's this formula that we've seen a bunch of times, but it had enough of a interesting twist that made it still fun, uh, still fun to watch. Uh, But I do remember, you know, I turned to Lydia as soon as we got 20 minutes into this. And I was like, I bet you this is going to be exactly like (laughs) the the family plan. Um, And it wasn't exactly like it, but it was similar. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but yeah, uh, still fun overall. Uh, but again, if you're looking for something to really work out your system, this isn't going to do it again, except for the last 10, 10 to 15 minutes. And then it was actually pretty nice. So yeah, yeah. but it's something you want to watch in your theater. Right. I, I like, still would. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, everything I watch is my theater because it's my living well, room. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I look at it like Jen I still, and I. Yeah. This would. Yeah. Have to go downstairs or I, we could watch it in the living room. I still would. You know, I, yeah. you know, if I'm watching a network show, uh, ER or something, no, ER is not still on, but I mean, I'm, I'm fine watching that <laughs> on my TV in my bedroom, but anything like this that I'm going right. to watch, I'm always going to want to watch it on my system anyways yeah uh and so but yeah definitely uh watch it on the best setup that you have available and um and like i said i would check it out because it is fun uh, cool so yeah. i'll probably gotta try to get that one in for next week yeah so cool i hadn't even heard of it i hadn't even heard of it yeah, have you heard of it steve no? no no not at all oh. no it just popped up when oh. john put the picture up yeah cool all right uh let's see what do we got next here Oh, here we go. All right, Steve, you and I on this one. Hmm. Okay, so this is JFK, specifically the director's cut um, on 4K Blu-ray disc mm. uh, in uh, with um, DTS HD 5.1 um, audio. Um, the movie, I mean, it, it, this is a masterpiece of a film. I mean, I absolutely yeah. love this movie. And it's another one of those films that I always forget to put in my favorite movies list. So someone says, mm. oh, what's your favorite top 10? My usual response is, well, I've got a top 50. Um, <laughs> and yet I'd always sort of forget to kind of incorporate this. And yet it's a fantastic movie. And whilst, yeah. you know, you can debate all day long about the truthfulness of the subject matter and people have, um, I don't think when you're watching this, it matters because no. this is the definition of an absorbing 
engrossing movie that may or may not be true. Um, and, and this is released, this is the American version. It is not out over here. I had to import it. It's the Shout. I think Shout Factory release. Shout, it is. yep. Yeah. Shout Select, so, I think. That, yeah, that's the one. It comes in a yep. giant box. You've got yeah, the mine's- cut in 4K. Um, yeah. And it, it arrived over um, over uh, Christmas and into the new year, and it, and it turned up from the States. Um, so, yeah, so the director's cut is the only one in 4K. Um, and I read an interview with Oliver Stone who said, you know, he's, he's had approval on the transfer of this. And he said Shout could only really sensibly afford to do either the theatrical or the director's cut in 4K. The other one was going to be the Blu-ray. Um, and he said, look, well, if we're going to do it, let's do the director's cut, um, yeah. which they don't always do. So I'm very, very I glad know. we did because this is a director's cut that, de- that needs to be seen. This is the way to see JFK. Um, all three hours and 18 minutes of it. Um, and But unlike a movie we're going to talk about later, the three hours and 18 minutes of this flies by in the blink of an eye because this movie starts and does not stop. It is just, just bang, bang, bang. And you can see why Nolan talked about this as his inspiration for Oppenheimer because mm-hmm. these two could be could be sister movies. You know, they're, they're so yeah. similar in terms of how they ratchet up the tension and keep it going. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a masterpiece. This movie, I, I absolutely adore this film, um, and and it was a, a, an absolute treat to watch it again on the biggest screen I've seen it on. Because when it came out, I was in Spain, so I've never seen this yeah. in the cinema. So I was watching on the biggest screen I could see it on in DTS HD five point one, and I had a great time. So that's the film. Um, no spoilers. Actually, what happened to JFK? I probably shouldn't say that. Anyway, we don't so, know yet. <laughs> yeah, he, is he still president? They released it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, that is true. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the um, in terms of the the, the video, so this has been um, original camera negative remastered. Mm-hmm. Now, where it is quite challenging, it looks great. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll tell you that, but it is a very challenging movie to remaster because there's so many different film stocks used. Mm. You've got black and white, you've got color. Sound familiar? <laughs> Oppenheimer. Um, you've got black and white, you've got color. You've got um, some dreamlike sequences. Lots of it's been shot in very harsh light and very soft focus, um, you know, where you've got light coming either directly from below or directly above. Um, and it is soft focus at times, so it does look quite dreamlike, and that can be problematic. Um, and so at times it is soft, it's a little hazy, but other times it's razor sharp and looks great. It's never distracting. It's exactly how, well, Oliver Stone wanted it to look, and it, yeah. and it looks great. So it looks really good. What I wasn't prepared for is just how good it sounds. Um, now, I have listened to it before. I, I had the Blu-ray, and I watched the Blu-ray, but I don't recall it ever sounding as good as this up mixed to neural x admittedly but it is an exceptional sound mix um is a, a really fun right from the beginning you get um you get audio go right around the room things bouncing you know mm. um but there's a fun little bit early on in the movie where um jim garrison kevin Costner is in a bar oh, oh, careful what i say about the scene you know don't say too much about what happens <laughs> but in, in in a bar doing something <laughs> there is a Drinking. I don't know if you caught this Deej when you when you saw it yeah well drink um, spoilers Deej um, he's in a bar doing something and he and, and there's this little shot where the camera moves um, and moves and it moves around the bar and someone has got a cough in the bar and the cough go and they cough I think it's four times and the cough Ooh. goes from rear left yep. halfway down the wall front left and then to the center channel 
And it was really, I was like, whoa, did that really happen? And I put it back and played it back. And it was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cough Back bouncing. and to the left. Back <laughs> and to the left. Yeah, the magic cough theory. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, um, yeah, so that was, that was, you know, really uh, unexpected. And then you get um, storms. And you get thunder. Quite a lot of this movie takes place in the sea. And all that's Carl Elbrus ears just perked up. Yes, perked up. Yeah. Well, Carl, Carl liked my tweet that I put out about this. I'm sure Carl would love, love this. Um, and so it, it sounds great. And there's always something going on in the, in the, in the speakers. And for a movie that is a drama and is dialogue driven, I was not expecting it to be such an enveloping mix. And at times it is awesome. So I, I was, you know, really, really pleased with that. This is a great disc, a very nice set, and well worth picking up. I mean, mm. really should if you can. It's not cheap. It cost me an app. It cost me Lawrence of Arabia money almost to get it from the US. Really? I wanted it as soon as it well, it came out mid December, and like literally the day it came out, I'd ordered it, and so yeah. I'd be paying full price as well. And then right. obviously it's a big set, so it's going to cost a bit. Um, yeah, but it's fantastic, and I'm so glad I've got it. Um, and so, you know, it's well worth picking up. And I think just about everybody loves this movie. There's not many people that don't. And I think if you, so if you want to see it as good as it's ever looked and sounded, this is the way to do it. Um, I loved it. So what what did you think? It sounds like you've got it. Have you, you've got the set? I don't have the direct, I don't have the 4k version yet from shout. Um, I, but in prepper, I thought I was hoping to have it before today's show. I was hoping to have it before this weekend, but it's coming in hopefully this week. Mm. Should be here. It might be here now. Um, so I went through, I didn't watch beginning to end of the, Mm. you know, I have the director's cut on Kaleidoscape, but it's just the, the HD, uh, Mm. DTS master audio, which I, I jumped through to different scenes, watched, I probably watched almost the whole thing, like an hour of it, but, you know, scanning through it just to see in prep because I want to see what the different, I want to experience what the differences could be, especially with the picture and the 4K and everything. Um, I thought the sound was really good uh, mm. already in what I in what I have here. And if I have it in in time for next week, I'll have it for next, my uh, full comparison for next week's show. But I found it, like everything you said is like, I'm hoping that the 4K version is it, it enhances what we already know, right? Like mm-hmm. the 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 different film stock, the different what the, the different lighting. Some scenes are, are darker, lighter. Um, but yeah, it's I, I thought the sound was really good. So I'll be interested to see if there's a, a noticeable improvement, or if it was just that okay, our systems are better and we're taking relatively the same audio and we've just upped it ourselves, which tends to happen yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So that'll, that'll be interesting, but you're right. It's this, it's, it's such a good movie. I remember being, I, I can't tell you how many times I watched this back when it came mm-hmm. at home, just because I've always been fascinated with the entire, the entire event itself. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, and then this interpretation of it from Oliver Stone, I thought is just, it, it's, it, it is. It's a masterpiece. It's yeah. I mean, and, uh, it, it, yeah. The last, the last, the the monologue. You know, Costner's monologue um, mm. is is the kind of thing that lawyers watch and go. Because most of the time, you see movies and courtroom scenes, and it's like that's just nonsense. It's just not what would happen. That's not a lawyer. But the way Costner delivers that is awesome. 
I mean, it's, it's the kind of thing, yeah. like I said, lawyers like me look at that and go, that's how I would deliver that. That's how I would, 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 would intone that. That's how you would bring that forward. Um, and, and the, the last little bit of that monologue is, is, is the stuff of cinema legend, you know, just a lot, right. what, what Costner does, spoiler free. <laughs> is a very clever little thing. And I don't, I don't think I did check and look on IMDb. I don't think it was scripted and I don't think stone told him. I think he did it off his own bat and it looks, it's just awesome. It's a very yeah. cool thing to do. And just a little, little thing that you can easily miss. If you're watching this in your front room on your little TV, yeah, you're yeah. not even going to notice it happens. But if you watch this on a, on a sizable screen, it's, a very cool little little thing. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm dancing around that deliberately, but it's very, very good. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I called it a masterpiece on Twitter. It is a masterpiece. Um, yeah. And again, a film that I keep forgetting to say is one of my favorite. It is awesome. Um, what did yeah. you think of it, John? I mean, you've seen it. I assume, do you own it on Blu-ray or? I don't own it. I have seen it. I don't know that I've ever seen the director's cut though. Hmm. Um, so I don't own it on, longer. I don't know. I don't hmm. own it on Blu-ray. So the, um, I mean, anytime I've seen this, it's probably been HBO. You know, it's probably been on one of the streaming services. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, I love the movie. Um, but yeah. I'm looking at the uh, <laughs> 4K set right now. So, yeah, um, it's yeah, it's mega bucks. Yeah, it's, 40, it's 45 bucks on Amazon. 45 I mean, bucks, yeah. It's not mm. crazy, but yeah, yeah. But, you know, see it is that a lot. You get a lot for it. See that in the chat right. saying, never watch the movie. Sad memories of that day still remain. Visiting the grassy house in the book depository was tough. And yeah, it's, there is, I mean, um, honestly, I'm that way with, uh, Patriot Day and what's that? Wahlberg, mm. right? Patriot, and yeah. Patriot's Day or Patriot, Patriot Day, Day, yeah. Whatever Patriot it is. Day, yeah. mm -hmm. And I, I can see it. Um, what was the one that Hall did? For for the uh, Boston Marathon bombing, Gyllenhaal. What was the name of that one? Don't know. Hmm. I so, didn't know he did one. Yeah, no, yeah, he did that one, and I haven't been able to watch that, but I want to. Um, he plays uh, an actual. Oh man, now I'm an idiot. I can't remember who it was, but they filmed part of it at the Garden at one of the bees games I was at. They needed the crowd to stay to shoot a shot, and Gyllenhaal. That was that was pretty cool. Hmm. Um, that one there is more for more realistic because it's based off an actual person from right. that day. Uh, the Patriot Patriot Day one is I I just don't it's a glorified version with a fictional a made made up fictional character and I was like right. ah, I'm not saying you shouldn't see it I'm just saying I can't take part in that I just I it, I just don't like that and it's but I get it. Right. I, I understand you're going to make movies off this stuff and you're going to, and that's fine. But, you know, I, I appreciate what you're saying, Steve. Um, so, all right. Uh, let's see what else. Anything else on, uh, JFK director's cut in no, 4K? Just, just buy it if you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, and I can't wait for mine to get here, to be yeah. honest. But, um, all right. This next one. It's kind of embarrassing for me, but yeah, let's get right to it. The protege from, is this 2021, Steve? You're, you're better. I think it was 2021. Oh, I've something never like heard no. of this film. Me neither. Oh my yeah. God. Thank you, Steve. 
So the protege <laughs> with uh, Maggie Q, uh, um, uh, Samuel Jackson, uh, Michael Keaton. Oh my God. This 4K Dolby Atmos, it's available for like 18 bucks on Amazon, 4K and Dolby Atmos. I had so much fun with this movie. It, it is a really good home theater experience. Um, I'm not saying it's like, you know, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far to say as it's like, you know, a must own, but it's uh, by the end of this movie, I was like, how have I never heard of this before? It's got everything we want. It was fun. It had a fun story. It ha- I mean, Samuel Jackson is great. It's, uh, Michael Keaton is awesome. The Maggie Q. Oh my God. I, I, I had so much fun with this movie and I've been dying to talk to you about this, Steve, <laughs> because this takes Evil Dead Rise and just throws, throws. The, the uh drone scene out the window. This has a That's rival a drone. Claim. Yeah, That's it is. This has a rival. A Steve's rival buying it now. Drone scene <laughs> in it. It's a fun scene. It's a funny scene, but it's a drone scene. And there's actually a couple of them. But when it when you see the first one, you're gonna be like, "All right, Deej." I like Evil Dead better, but uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, or you're going to go, eh, maybe that's a little better. I was blown away by that scene. A lot of it was, I mean, if I hadn't seen Evil Dead Rise and we haven't had our history with that, I still would have been blown away. It was a great scene, but it's so much better to me because it's like another great drone scene. Um, there's a lot of fun stuff in this movie. I, I And I was the same way. I was like... I just hadn't heard of it. I don't know if it was, did you see the, have you found the date on it yet? Steve? 2021. Yeah, you were Is right. It? Okay. So yeah. it's really, really good. I had so, it, it, the humor in it, there's dry humor. There's, there's like some like, it's just, it's just a good read. I mean, read the, uh, the, um, synopsis of it. It's a skilled assassin confronts the dark secrets of her legendary mentor's past while seeking revenge for his murder. It's a blast. It's I couldn't believe that I hadn't heard of this before. And it's funny that you say that, Steve. That you, I'd never heard of this. Check it out. It's really good. Have you heard of it, John? No, I've never heard of it either. What'd you say, Steve? Sorry. It's um it's on 4K disc in the US. Yes. And I can get it here for less than 20 pounds. So Hmm. Yeah, from Amazon. Yeah, okay. it's eighteen ninety nine. Well, for me, yeah. it's eighteen ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, it's completely passed me by. I, I, I've never even heard of it. So that, yeah, that Nelson in the chat. I've got. He's like, I've got the UHD disc of the Protege. Fun, silly movie with a lot of my favorite actors. And it, it is, and it's like, and and that's one of the things to me that you're like, how did this pass us by? How is, I mean, I mean. We're talking to people all over the world, but we're not. I, I, how have I not heard of this before? I'm not saying we know everybody in the world, but oh my right. god, it's <laughs> uh, it was really good, and and it's fun. See Steve Steve at in the chat, fun flick, one of Jackson's uh, <laughs> many <laughs> movies. <it> yeah. <laughs> one of Jackson, one of Samuel Jackson's three hundred and twenty four thousand and forty five films. <laughs> good HT, and it was. It, it really was. 
like I said, I'm not saying it's, you're going to be like, oh, wow, this is a must-own reference disc. But for something that I hadn't heard before, and that's why, I, like, you hate, um, oh, Steve saying it, Steve at saying in the chat, the Blu-rays in Atmos as well. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, it, it, I, I, I can't really comment on the 4K. It's not like I was sitting there going, oh my God, the black level's so deep. It just looked really good. The whole movie does. It just looks really good. Sounds really good. Uh, it just, it, it was so much fun. Um, yeah, Brockstar, Protege was a lot of fun, silly fun. You know, I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, how did, how did we miss this? So that's what we're here for. Glad I tried it. Man. Uh, and, um, yeah, so much fun. So, and I can't wait for you guys to see it now and then we'll talk about it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, um, it's an Amazon original in the UK. Oh, is so it? It's free on Amazon Prime in the UK. Yeah. Um, I'd own it. I'd get the, I, I'm, I, I would own it. This is definitely yeah. one to own over, get the physical version of this so that you get the, the full Atmos and not, you know what I'm going to talk about later. Um, <laughs> it's it, the sound just wouldn't compare. And I mean, sure, it would okay. be good, but if if you're if you typically buy physical, then grab the physical version. So, all right, uh, let's see what do we got next here. Oh yeah, here we go. All right, uh, wonder how many of us have seen this. So, oh, John. <laughs> Seen it. Yeah, I know. Your picture. Did you see it, Steve? We're talking about Echo. Oh, it Echo. is my picture, Echo. isn't it? <laughs> I forgot I put um, this in there. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't oh, seen you it. Haven't so no spoilers, please. Uh, DJ, She's deaf. <laughs> um, yes. Yes, okay. I have seen it. So Echo right, on so this Disney was Echo, Plus. Yeah, on Disney Plus. Uh, Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos. Um it's five episode limited series. Um, I really enjoyed it actually. Um, I thought it was, a, I thought the show was excellent. Um, and I particularly liked, you know, again, trying not to spoilers, but most of us know the main character is deaf. Um, I really liked the use of the cut ins with the sound and the silence throughout yes. most of the, most of the series. You know, when she was, I, I guess I liken it to a video game, right? When she's like, when you're in uh, her perspective, everything is silent. You know, you just right. kind of watching the action take place. And then as soon as it kind of switches perspective to whoever else is in the scene with her, it's just, it's, it seems like it just comes in so loud every time, even though yeah. it's not any louder than anything else you listen to, but it's kind of, it jars you back into it when it switches perspectives, um, yeah. which I really enjoyed. I, I liked, uh, liked the use of that throughout the whole series. A um, couple of cameos in here. Uh, again, mm -hmm. I won't spoil anything, but um, this was, this was branded under the Marvel spotlight. Um logo which is supposed to mean that it's a right. standalone thing and not necessarily connected to the rest of the MCU but since they have recently added all of the Netflix Marvel stuff to official canon I don't know how you could say that this is not canon to the MCU as well um because the characters this all you know a lot of the stuff took place in the Daredevil <laughs> um right 
show. You know, she appeared in the Hawkeye show, which was canon to the MCU. So I don't necessarily understand the spotlight. Not that that has anything to do with the home theater aspect or anything else. Right. I went into this thinking that, oh, this is just going to be its own thing because that's what they told us. But uh, I mean, this definitely feels like it's part of part of the MCU. Uh, Whether it'll mean anything later on is remains to be seen. But um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I've just like everything else, Marvel. I've seen a lot of, you know, <laughs> negative reaction to this. Um, I liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, yeah, I thought it was a lot. Of, I thought the actually, I thought the home theater experience on it, like you said, I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, it was for Disney Plus, especially yeah. for Disney Plus. Um, there was one particular scene that I I didn't like. But I can appreciate it because the sound, um, maybe you know what I'm talking about, John, but they opened up an episode and the sound was so, it, to me, it was so, it hurt. Your, the, the sounds in your room are so shrieking. And so, and it's, it's, I'm likening it to if somebody doesn't like nails on a chalkboard, right? right. That's not the sound in this scene, but it was, it, it, it was loud, but it wasn't the volume that bothered me. Like I was so close to turning it down because I was like, this, they just hit a frequency. And I think it comes from like every speaker in the room. I could, I could almost not tolerate it. It right. was that bad. And it was, but at the same time, I'm like, this is amazing. Cause it was actually hurting me. Right. This it is, is so like, cool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. And I wanted to get up and go around the room and see if it was in every speaker, but I'm like, I can't handle this here. Why am I going to put my ear to every speaker to see if it's there? It was, I was just like, this is irritating. Why are they doing this? But it's like, it just hit a frequency to me that I can't handle. And it, I was just like, ah, but, but to your point, John, with, with the, the, lack of sound, then bringing in the sound. And then, I mean, then there, there are great pans. There's good action. I thought the picture was really good too. What they would different palettes, I should say. Yeah. Throughout. Um, and I thought, I, I thought it was for, for Disney plus to me, it looked like they're, they're improving their streaming filmmaking to me. Right. Um, I thought it was, I actually thought it was better than, uh, Loki season two, home theater wise. Um, I thought Loki season two was still like, I, I wasn't crazy about the picture in that one as, as much as I'm like, this one is better. Uh, they're not Apple TV or Netflix quality yet. Um, but it, it is, re- I, I really enjoyed it. So, um, are you going to check it out, Steve? Yeah, I will do. I've, I've, fun enough, I've just bought Loki or had bought for me Loki. Season one on 4K disc, hmm. so I'm going to rewatch that, then watch season two, and then I'll get catch up to this. I mean, I I never never saw Secret Invasion, um, and I'm I am get as I've said, I'm getting Marvel fatigue, um, if not full on right in the middle of Marvel fatigue, um, <laughs> and you know, so I yeah, I, I right. think I will get round to it because um, I have heard about again how it how it um, all comes out, how it all shakes out. And that does sound interesting. So I, yeah, I will. Um, but it's not on a high on my list. I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm people gonna... are getting fatigue. I don't mind. I'm like, mm. eh, more content. Okay. And it's, I mean, 
mm-hmm. the action stuff. The I like, like I think John, the spotlight idea is like doesn't necessarily have to play into it. I mean, it's still in the universe, but maybe this doesn't go any further, or you know, no, but it doesn't. Like that. Yeah, I, again, it was just my understanding of the spotlight was. You know, I know not everybody here reads comics, but it was, you know, like an Elseworlds kind of thing in the comics, like that this was right. something that was not going to be tied to any of the current continuity. But, I mean, there's characters that appear here that are definitely part of Marvel canon, and right. there is – um well, can, spoilers, Marvel does end credit scenes, and this is no different. Um, right. And that <laughs> That's does, good to know. <laughs> and that obviously plays into – stuff that's going to happen in canon. So to okay. say this is a spotlight, yeah. you know, feature, it just, to me, it wasn't it, like, this is, this is canon to the MCU as far as I'm concerned, because right. this is definitely takes place in that world with characters that matter and are going to yeah. appear again. Even if she never appears again, things that happened in this show will echo through well, other shows. No pun nice. intended. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed that, John. We practiced that the yeah. other day. Oh my God. Nice job. Seems so natural too. It, yeah. um, <laughs> so natural that I almost didn't catch myself when I said it. <laughs> Did you so see I my looked. fingers? No, I looked up and saw the title of the show as I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's how smooth that's I John, am. Hyper observant. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, to, but even that, everything you're saying to the point is like, it can be canon. It could be a spotlight on the character that doesn't play into the rest of the MCU, but the people in the MCU can pop in just like in right. comics. And that used to be some of the fun stuff, right? Like right. you'd be reading a comic and all of a sudden there's a character that's not normally in this book and you're like, Oh my God, right. same idea. Right. And it's like, so say a character pops in and that character is canon. Well, we know she's in this world. She it kind of like, remember how they first did the Netflix series with Daredevil and we were so excited. All they did was mention the Battle of New York. Right. So that put it into canon of like, okay, this is going on. He knows what happened there. And that was enough for us back in 2015 that we were like, oh right. my God, like Daredevil, this, these, like they knew who, and then now we start asking as fans when they drop Spider-Man into the MCU, like, come on, why isn't Spidey swinging through town? You know, like, why aren't they helping each other out? And, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it was like, um, speaking of which, it's not really home theater related, but canon and all of that. Did, and uh, I watched the, uh, watch Sly. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Good, and he goes, it? yeah, yeah, it was really good. But here's where it gets canon in uh, MCU <laughs> when he goes back to New York and he grew up in, um, um, what he, he grew up, lived in the apartment in the apartments right. in, oh, yeah. In, and um, then he's, what's it called? Where, where Daredevil, Hell's, Hell's, Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and they and they actually have the shot of the tower. Oh they, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. They actually have the shot, and I was like, "Is Daredevil going to be in this?" <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you donkey. This is reality. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's like it, that's how stupid we are with like, oh, shared shared universe. <laughs> it's like Sly Stallone <laughs> yeah. grew up in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> oh, so yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. What do we, I, I put the show together and I'm always in a surprise, like what's coming up next? What do we, oh, oh, not that button. Uh, damn it. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> oh, 
yeah, I want to hear all about this. I don't know anything about this. So, all right. Okay, so, yeah, so this is Planet Earth 3, or III, I suppose, but really Planet Earth 3. (laughs) Um, And this is the the latest BBC um, nature documentary um, that came out here last week, I think it was. Uh, Might have been the week before. Now, have you guys seen Planet Earth 1 and 2, or do you guys watch the BBC Yeah, I do watch these. I own, I've got Planet Earth, I've got... um, like the ocean, uh, I don't know. I've got like Blue Planet, four, and Blue, Blue Planet, Planet. I've got and, four or five of these. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, quite. Yeah, so that and and yeah, so I've got yeah, and same with me as well. And and you know, I've got dynasties and you know, a world of plants and all this sort of stuff. Right. <clears throat> so these are this is a series of documentaries, um, and it's a it's a series of, of episodes. This one's got eight episodes in it. Um, they're all about an hour long. Um, all narrated by the one, the only uh, David Attenborough. Um, and, uh, this is the latest one. And the thing with these is they traditionally have been brought out as obviously they're informative, they're nature documentaries, but they're also, um, home theater demo, uh, material and planet earth one, when that came out, um, that was on Blu-ray and that was 1080p. It was, uh, 5.1 DTS HDMA and that was demo 1080p material. Then you get planet earth two. And that came out in 4K. That had Dolby Atmos, and that at the time was was really good. However, occasionally, and there was a little disclaimer on the back of the box that said not all of this has been shot in 4K. Um, and so there were kind of night scenes that were very grainy. There would be occasional kind of lower resolution footage because, of course, the the extremes and the locales in which they're filming this stuff. Sometimes you just can't get cameras like that to where they need to go. So now we get Planet Earth three. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, is this a leap above anything that I have seen in 4K before. This is exceptional, fellas. And I've seen the eight episodes. I've seen three of them so far. Um, the first one's on coasts. The second one is kind of, um, deserts. And the third one is like grasslands and, 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 uh, and, and that sort of stuff and waterlands. Um, now, it's easy to, to say it, but trust me when I tell you, you will have never seen 4K like this. Was it, it shot is, at a higher resolution? Uh, well, like an 8K I, master or something? If it, if it was, it would not be in the least bit surprising um, hmm. because it is stunningly done. And it genuinely is like looking through a window from the start to the finish and it goes all over the world and where in the past they have had issues with, with night shoots, as I say, there's a sequence in episode one, spoiler alert, where there are, um, there are some, um, some lions in the, the Namibian desert and they're on the coast and they are hunting seabirds at night. So the whole thing's shot with thermal imaging cameras and it looks three-dimensional it is razor sharp you can see the the individual um optic nerves of the eyes of the cat from the from the kind of from the eyeball running along then into the brain you can see that that's how clear this is and then in the second scene which uh, second episode which is in deep sea it begins with an abyss-like shot of pitch black and out of that black emerges like a like a an exosuit and there's no banding it looks absolutely inky dark it's gorgeous and it so it's non-stop 
And it, it is fantastic. And again, as good as it looks, it's in Dolby Atmos. And they have spent some time on this as well. And so mostly it's music, but you've got bass because you've got big creatures lumbering around. Um, and there are storm sequences. There's a nice sort of sandstorm sequence in the most uh, episode three. Um, and, and it's all around you. You know, it's moving all around. This is fantastic and genuinely. I mean, anyone seeing this will just, the draw, jaw will hit the floor. It is awesome. So I was utterly blown away by this. Um, and this is an easy buy. If you, you know, again, John, when, when it, you know, when it, I don't think it's out over there. It's yet. not out here when yet. Hit, yeah. For about soon. a month. I don't think yeah. it's, yeah. February yeah. 13th. So when it, yeah. Yeah. So when it hits, it is, it is well worth picking up. Um, cause you, I think you will be blown away by this. Yeah. Um, cause I said the others were good, but this is several leap, you know, several generations beyond what we've seen before. Um, and it may well be David Attenborough's last series as well, bearing in mind he's pushing a hundred. Um, but it looks stunningly good. Um, and I can't wait to see the other episodes. Had it not been for the other movie we're going to talk about under some sufferance in a minute, um, I would have got to see more of this and I wish I had. Um, and so, uh, cause yeah, this is, this is exceptional stuff. <laughs> so yeah, highly recommended. <laughs> yeah. That, it, everything you're saying though, it's like coming up through, coming up with home theater and like even going back to like when we had only like, you know, 480 lines of resolution it was content like this that was shot so well and you all you, you'd get the laser disc or whatever you could and it was just like it was always these nature shows because they can just i don't know if it's because they can leave the lens or, or how it works or what but they the resolution always just seemed so crisp so much better mm-hmm. and we're like you said we just keep getting it like IMAX enhanced. There was a bunch, you just bought them because they were, here we come, IMAX enhanced and it's some, something from Discovery or something like that. And that, um, there was a show we were watching. I think it's on Disney that you watch. Uh, what was the show we were watching, John? Tiny Planet. T- t- yeah. Tiny yeah. Planet. Apple Plus. Yeah. Was it Apple TV yeah. Plus? That was Apple was TV. I oh, think that was Apple, Apple TV. T- yeah. Yeah. It was. It was one of those. Yeah. And you, you just Rudd watched that stuff. Thing, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, all of that stuff, the way that, and we're just, it, the details that you're seeing is just, it's always been like, yeah. this is what's, to, for some reason, these nature shows and stuff just seem to be like a generation ahead of the rest of our content, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah. um, and it's funny, like at Cedia, they showed a, uh, a, an 8K in the JVC room, an 8K image, and they played it, you know, with their 8K projector. And it was shot in 8K and you got to see all that and you're like, oh, wow. And of course, what was it? And it was some, it was a nature show. Right. <laughs> it's like, so that's why I'm wondering if they're shooting this at 8K and then we're getting, you know, you'll get a little bit of a benefit with by, and it'll just seem that much more crisp. Yeah. So, so PF production says, I've got Planet Earth 3 pre-ordered and 4K. They're always stunning. And Steve says, this is better. Take my money now. Um, I, I, yeah. This is, this isn't just better. I don't want you to think, oh, it's just another incremental upgrade on what's gone before. Right. This is several generations beyond what we've, I mean, and I don't say that lightly and I'm not, right. not just hyperbole for the sake of it. I, when I put this on and I'm always looking, you know, looking forward to this, I was stunned. I mean, yeah. and that, again, it is gorgeous. And as I say, it's the best 4K footage I've ever seen. And that includes the, you know, the TV demos that you sometimes see on YouTube and all that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. even even better than that 
this is phenomenal. And on a big yeah. screen, you will feel as though you could just step into the picture. It's amazing. So, yeah. Yes. And, and again, DJ, I don't know if you're, you're thinking of getting it, mate, but I, I genuinely recommend yeah, yeah. it. Um, you'll, you'll love it. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> if nothing else, just showing off your image, like the screen. And I mean, that's it's it. just yeah. that, and that, that's a lot of what you use these for. It's like, huh? And then you get, you, you kind of do get Shawshanked into it. Like, I was going to say, actually, right. I actually enjoy these for the content. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's, it's, uh, they're always just a treat to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. and there's some, they're, and they, they, and they're not just showing the same old stuff. They're trying to find things that you haven't seen before. You know, there are sequences in here of sea lions ganging up on great white sharks, you know, sequences wow. of, of killer whales chasing manta rays and, and how they hunt as a pack. And you've got, you know, it's just, it's, it's awesome. And it's a bit sad at times as well if you're an animal lover, because oh. they do show that, that nature is red in tooth and claw. And, you know, so, yep. so, uh, yeah, yeah. Trigger that's a difficult part. <laughs> you're like, oh, like, like, uh, you, you see some mm. scenes in movies, like we talked about with, uh, the one, the, uh, Jeremy Renner one, the, the wind, wind, what was it? Wind River. Uh, wind, wind River. In yeah. the opening yeah. scene and you're like, you're feeling bad for one animal and then all of a sudden you're bang. Now you're feeling bad for the other animal, but that was the animal that was hunting the first animal. <laughs> like, well, it's like, remember, we, remember watching like Wild Kingdom growing up and yeah, like it depended on who was the focus of that episode, right? Cause right. one week, one week you're watching the gazelle and you're all into the gazelle and you're like the lions chasing him and you're like, Run, run, gazelle. And then the next week it's about the lion. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah. Like, he's like, get that guy, get that gazelle. Well, and it's <laughs> also know? how they, to, to your exact point there, John, it's like, it's how they portray it. Like the, the, look at the, the, uh, the friendly gazelle and it right. eats the grass and it does this, but it's really fast so they can get away from the lion. And you're like, run, gazelle, save yourself. And you're right. like, and that's what you're trying to do. And look how fast they are and everything. Then the next week, it's like the lions, they're like so big and strong, but they need a lot of meat <laughs> to survive. And now you're like, catch the gazelle. You're going to yeah, starve yeah. to death. <laughs> you know, like, it's all about circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Circle of life. If you tell a good um, story, I'm on any side you want me to be on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I, don't, I mean, I don't know how the nature cameramen do it. I mean, I don't know how they can see From a little a baby struggling. <laughs> right. Yeah, but you see a little baby. So they don't end up being chased. Right, and you have yeah. to stand yeah. there, just stay but back and watch it. Yeah, oh, could, there's no way I could do that. Not in a no. million years. No. I'd be the one, you know, shepherd. There's, you know, there's your mummy. Go on, there's your mum. Go on. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just completely ruined the circle of life. I was like, hey, I there's a lion over there. <laughs> you better yeah. start running. Yeah, yeah, the lion away. <laughs> Leave, uh, me. Leave the gazelle. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Next up. Ooh. I, I, I can't believe you guys hadn't mentioned this one. So this one here, Jen and I, uh, just to get to the point that. I watched it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, uh, Netflix, Netflix series, Fool Me Once, uh, Dolby Vision, 4K, Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos. Um, I will say you could watch this in your living room. Um, we chose to watch it. Jen and I chose to watch it in the theater and I couldn't take myself away from that. I, I mean, we were like, oh, we, cause we feel bad going down sometimes and leaving the dogs upstairs cause they don't come down to the theater. But, um, I thought this one had a really good home theater experience for what is relatively kind of a drama. 
um, is not a ton of home theater stuff, but I thought it was shot really well. Uh, I thought that the picture on the, you know, the picture quality was really, really good. I thought the Atmos was good. Uh, great dialogue and, um, it, but it didn't really have a ton of, um, action. It had a few scenes here and there, like a chase scenes or something and that some gunshots go off. But, um, but most of it, it was just like you were just, I was riveted to the screen. Jen was riveted to the screen. They did a, they do a really good job in this series of, um, the end every episode where you go, Oh my God, I at least got to watch the first five minutes of the next one. Right. Um, <laughs> but it, it's, I, I had a, we had, Jen and I had so much fun with this one. Um, it, it, it kind of Shawshanked us one day. We, we ended up, and we typically don't do this, but we, the, we did the first five episodes, which was almost five hours long. And we just went boom, 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 boom. And we were disappointed that we were out of time. We had to get up. We had an appointment to get to. And we're it like, was damn. Six, right? So, Wasn't that all of it? Pretty much. Uh, I think it was eight. Was it eight? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure it was eight episodes. Maybe it was. I, I think. Didn't remember it um, being quite that long, but. What'd you think, John? Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, we watched this while we were on, you know, we were on our vacation, so I wasn't taking notes of the things we were watching. Oh, okay. um, spoilers, we still watched stuff <laughs> when we were on vacation. Um, but yeah, I thought it was great. This was one of the shows that I didn't figure out before it was over. Yeah. You know, like it was great. Most it's, times it's a mystery for sure. We've, most times yep. we've watched so many shows by now that you've pretty much figured it out. But going even into the last episode, I was like, "Hmm, I still don't know what's I still don't know right. what's going on here." Um, I didn't quite have it worked out. Um, oh God, I don't want to. This is yeah, exactly. It's not a spoiler to say it's a mystery. I, didn't, I didn't love the ending. But it was satisfying. I, I can agree with you. Yes. I don't know, but um, I, I, I didn't I, love it. <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't love the ending either, but it's a good ending. It was, I just right. It was satisfying, I didn't like it. but I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so. But there there were moments, it, because it's a mystery, there are, mo- there are moments in this, even in the first episode, by the time Jen and I got, ep- got to like episode three, I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. This what is going on here? And you're like, I, they were like, this but in would a good never... way, not like crazy, like not ridiculous, well, no, like they, stupid, you know. But yeah, just... but there was some stuff that, if you remember, I'll talk to you off air about it. But I mentioned about in the movie Christine, and I had said something that there was a an aspect to that that I was like, wait a minute, this is that's ridiculous. There was a little bit of that to this story as well. Um. Obviously, being very cryptic here, but yeah, you'll have to, we'll because, talk about it afterwards. Yeah, we'll talk I don't, about I don't it afterwards. What, I don't know what you're, what you're. Yeah, yeah. About, so. Um, it was. It's. <clears throat> it's. Yeah, we'll talk about it afterwards. But by the time you get to the end of it, it is. It really is kind of like a, it's a mystery show, drama mystery. And by the end of it, you're like, whoa, okay. And um, it really good. I, I thought it was very. Uh, it was Harlan Coben. Harlan Coben, uh, yeah. Coben, his books. And it's funny uh, that Je- since I've watched this, I've got like five things suggested to me now on yeah. all the, on like different streaming services. Harlan Coben's this and this. <laughs> yeah. We've, uh, okay. Jen Re- has read his stuff. Uh, oh, she I likes his stuff. Yeah. And that's why we ended up doing it. So, yeah. but, um, 
but yeah, yeah. So that uh, really good. Uh, and what what did you think, John, on the home theater side of it? Do you agree with me? Like it was. No, it was I agree. Good, I thought it was good. Yeah, it it just was. It's a drama, like you said. So yeah. it just doesn't. It's not one of those shows that lends itself to a lot of home theater right action. Um, but you know, there's subtle, you know, atmospheric stuff that that's happening yeah. while you're watching it. And, you know, again, bear in mind, this was at least three weeks ago that I've watched it. So <laughs> I've well, slept it did come si- out in I've, 2024. So I've yeah, slept you, since yeah. then. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, maybe. Well, this might've been like a new year's day thing then. <laughs> that yeah. I watched. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I remember thinking it was decent, you know, it, I looked good. Like it, the picture yeah. was great. Um, but the sound, you know, again, there's not a lot happening, but yeah, you know, it was still, still good but it's definitely worth seeing in the best I, you know yeah. on the best system you have i think yeah. it's because it's an event it was fun and um we really like i said we went right through we did we binged five and then we just couldn't wait to get back for each one i i feel like anytime anything is is mixed in atmos or it has dolby vision it should be seen in the best possible format well regardless of was vision and atmos and i don't really think you need, and i and i did have people commenting to me did you I hear see, that guy again you know? to me yeah i wouldn't watch that in the bedroom uh i i don't know i just wouldn't because i feel like well, oh i might miss sleep <laughs> well I, I just feel like oh it's got atmos i might miss something you know like i just right. don't i don't know yeah i i just don't want to uh again like i'm fine watching you know CSI or what anything like that right. in my TV bedroom. Shows. But yeah, yeah, but I feel like if it's on a streamer and they've gone to the trouble to master it, um, that we should watch it. Yeah. Know, and be able to enjoy it. So yep. all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, just uh, just two sixties while you're looking there. Just to um Go ahead. Um, yeah, production says in the um in the chat, the best image quality for streaming hands down. I think that means um Planet and Planet Two. Planet yeah. Two. Um, rivaling anything on physical media is Samsara in 4K, stunning. It's in Dolby Atmos. Um, yeah, that. that is very good. But Samsara PF is a sequel to an earlier film called Baraka, B-A-R-A-K-A, yes. which was shot in 70 mil, and that's available on Blu-ray. And that is like a they, – they called it like a tone poem, basically a series of sequences – um, edited yep. together to music, and that is a thing of beauty as well. So Samsara is very good, but I think Barack is better. Um, perhaps not quite video quality-wise because it's older, but it is a fantastic experience, and there are some genuinely moving moments in that. So if you haven't seen Baraka, track that down as well. Um, and, yeah, Samsara is really good too. So, yeah, fair play. There we go. Cool. Sorry, just saw that drop into the chat. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. All right. Um John, here we go. This uh, this will be quick. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh, this was my 4K disc, uh, Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos. Um, yeah, I've just been slowly making my way through the box set that I bought a year ago and, and never watched. Um, and so we um, pulled this out. We, the other day because we didn't have anything to watch. And I said, well, let's watch the next indie movie. Um, so I thought this quality wise so far was the best disc in the set. I think it was oh. better than Raiders and Temple of Doom. Really? As far as, as far as the quality of the image and sound go. Um, Raiders was the second movie I ever watched on my projector. I watched Star Wars and then I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, 
and you know, I remember it look it may being good, but I was also kind of in awe of my 123 inch screen that I had only watched one movie on ever. So right. <laughs> it kind of, you know, I mean, I was definitely blown away. By it was it. big. Um, right. <laughs> uh, but then over the holiday or maybe, uh, maybe a couple weeks before that we watched temple of doom and I was just meh with, with them. I mean, the movie itself and you know cuz it's not one of my favorites um and i just didn't think the the disc quality was anything to write home about um mm. but this one here i thought looked stunning like i thought this looked fantastic um the sound is still again it's it's Dolby Atmos but this is a movie that's 30 years old and it um you know it, it definitely had some peaks with some explosions and things like that but it wasn't anything necessarily to write home about i didn't think but this i thought the picture was stunning like i just thought you could see every every pore every bead of sweat every you know everything um the detail i thought on this movie was was unbelievable i thought it was really really good um and then of course this is super fun like this is behind raiders i think the best movie in the franchise so um and we hadn't seen it for a while so it was just a blast um to revisit and watch this uh again on the big screen cuz i i mean i did see this in the theaters when it came out yeah. but obviously i haven't seen it you know on the big screen in quite some time and um yeah just a lot of fun um and Mike you know, Sherm all, has never seen. This I was just going to say everybody here has seen this except for, I guess, Mike. <laughs> um, so I won't, I won't get into too many other details of it, but, um, There's but yeah, a whip. this is, this is a super fun movie. <laughs> and like I said, I thought, I think it's a great disc. Um, again, especially on the video side. Um, yeah. just really, really good looking. So I haven't seen this one in a while. And I thought I, I actually, the only one I've seen, I have them all. Um, in 4K, the only one I've seen is Raiders. So okay. I, yeah. um, I kind of want it just off of that. I'm like, and I thought Raiders look great. I'm not sure I can bring myself to, to watch the Crystal Skull, but I will watch it again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just to rate the disc. Um, yeah, no spoilers. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like I said, I thought Raiders look great too, but it also, again, I was, I, I was chalking some of it up to just the fact that I was watching it in my living room on 123 inches. So. Yeah, I've, I've watched them all on the on the 4K set, and I thought they all looked great. I mean, I love Raiders is is top three films for me. I think top, top right. five, you know, at least. Yeah. Um, and I I loved how that 4K looked, and especially how it sounded. The Atmos and that's fantastic, right from the very beginning. Um, and so I I thought I thought they all looked good. They all looked really decent. Um, you know, given in mind their bearing in mind their age, right. but this of course was the most recent of the original trilogy. So I suppose it, yeah. you know each one got better than the one before. I suppose, but they all looked such classic movies. They all look like they're from the era in which they are set. They definitely do. And so yeah. I so I I love them for that. And I and just I I think the whole set's good. I mean, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is what it is, but it you know it looks good even if it's not a great movie. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, they, they, it's well worth this set. It, you know, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, John, uh, I have it highlighted, uh, John's comment. I had it <laughs> highlighted and they're like, oh, uh, hello, uh, John in the chat. I think John is this, John is new. And he says, do you watch movies together here and talk about them as, the, talk about them as they're on? Uh, no, uh, a lot of that would, we've, we've talked about doing that. But I don't know that we could. That you can. We'd get blocked. I think Netflix would block us. 
because of the copyright. Not, not Netflix, uh, YouTube. I mean, not Netflix, yeah. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, YouTube would, would, would you'd well. get, you, you could either get blocked or stricken or whatever. But then the other part is, is like, and we've thought about doing it even because you, there's other places you could just do we it could privately. Do it on, we could do it on Patreon. It'd probably be fun to do it, at but, one point. But, but the logistics of it is really hard, hard. Yeah, because hard. especially in a home theater setup, because you like you'd have to have your theater set up running loud at your refer whatever you listen at. How are you going to hear other people talk? You're going to be put. It I really think we doesn't would just have to, work. I don't think it would be a home theater experience more than like no, a mystery thing. Just theater be a chat. Experience. Yeah, yeah. It would just be us. Yeah, watching and commenting a stream as we were, you know. Right. We would have to do it on Patreon because, again, I watch a lot of things on YouTube, reviews and things, and they're always blocked or chopped right. up or blurred out because they copyright won't let you do that. Um, yeah. 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 Even having the sounds playing in the background. Right. You're not allowed. Right. And it's right. like you can, like I, I've I've put out videos. I did a vid, the video I did of my screen masking just because I could and I showed and there was no sound to it. I just showed how it blocked out. That one got it didn't get taken off, but you get, mon, demonetized, you get demonetized on YouTube, YouTube. Right. And it's like just because you're showing uh, the image and it was like 10 seconds of the movie. <laughs> it's like, but, but in some cases they'll take take it down. Like they they will yes, take the video if you go too or they'll far, block yeah. they'll block it or take it down. So, oops, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, and and uh, John and I did actually try to do that on Saturday mornings during the pandemic with the uh, with Saturday Spider-Man. morning cartoons. Yeah, we did, yeah. and uh, and we were like, but did we do it live? We didn't do it live, did we? No, we were recording. I think we recorded it and then put it out. So live would probably be more fun. Right. But we were just like, that was funny. That was really funny. Um, so, all right. Uh, let's see. What do we got next year? Oh, we were all done with that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh boy. Well, we already know what Steve thinks of this. <laughs> uh, Which, thank go. you, Steve, because you saved me three and a half hours, I think. I wish someone had warned me about this. Uh, all right, let's bring it up. Uh, I'll let you announce it, Steve. Okay, uh, so this is the new Marty Scorsese film, Killers. <laughs> of the flower moon, um, which is exclusive to Apple TV plus because it's an Apple original as I understand. I also, it. yeah, so it's, it's out. I have it on Kaleidoscape. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. Ah, okay. Came well, out. It actually came out a little while ago on Kaleidoscape as a matter of ah, fact. Okay. Yep. Oh, I thought it was Apple exclusive. Oh, well, well there we go. Oh no. Um, so, um, yeah. So Martin Scorsese's new film. Um, and as a, I'm actually view or think of myself as a Scorsese fan. Um, I like most of his movies. The the last one that, that I saw of his, The Irishman, I've seen three times. That's three and a half hours long. Really enjoy it. You know, The Departed, Shutter Island, obviously Casino, Goodfellas, you know, all those mm. movies, um, um, you know, Wolf of Wall Street, Gangs of New York, all of those films I really like. And I was very excited um, on Sunday afternoon to sit down and think, right, I've got the new Scorsese movie. I've got the chance to see it first in the cinema room. I had the afternoon to myself. I thought this is going to be great. And then 45 minutes into the film, um, that excitement had dissipated somewhat. Um, and I began to think, what is this movie? If it's a whodunit, I don't get it because I know who's doing it. 
if it's about the victims of this particular horrible series of events, why are we not really seeing them? Um, and I just, it, and I just was, so I watched it and I watched it and I watched it and I watched it. And then I thought, thank God, there must only be about 20 minutes left. Yeah. And then I turned on the thing and there was an hour to go. (laughs) Oh my God. This is, this is torture. Um, and so I finished off the last hour last night, um, under some sufferance, I have to say, I thought, well, I've got to finish it. Uh, It felt like homework. It really did. And whilst the last hour kind of is a bit better, um, for, there is there are some odd acting choices made, some strange story beats. And by the end of it, I was very, very glad it was over. And I Fatigued. will never, yeah, oh, never, never will I see this film again. I will not hmm. buy it. I will not watch it. This is a Scorsese film to just forget about for me. And I appreciate that is a niche view, although looking on Rotten Tomatoes, there are a number of critics that were similar, but by far and away, most critics love it. But I'm, I'm afraid I, I, I mean, this, this is a, this is a award seem to love it too. So, well, quite well. Yeah, yeah. but th- indeed. And, but like I said, I love the Irishman. That was three and a half hours. It's not the length. It's the story. And, the, right. and if it's a good story like JFK, like Oppenheimer, the length doesn't matter. But if the story right. is turgid and repetitive and flat out dull, it's then long. it, then it just that time just drags. Now, having said that. It does look good. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the, there are some razor sharp images in this of old time clothing and everything like that. So that's fine. There is some, there's actually some awesome, uh, some decent home cinema audio as well. It's in Atmos on Apple TV plus. Um, there is a, a, a chase sequence at the beginning, well, a race sequence, in fact, which mm. does sound quite good. And the, you know, cars go right down the side of the room and stuff like that. Um, there is a nice moment where two characters are sat, sat in a, in a, um, at a dining table and it's it's raining outside, and mm-hmm. and one of the characters says to the other one, "Just shh, let's just listen." Yeah, and I actually thought it was raining outside my room because it was. I mean, it was all yeah. around, so that that was good, but not enough to to entertain me for three and a half hours of hell. Um, so yeah, this this like I said, I will not be seeing this movie again. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, what did you think, Deej? <laughs> the I, I heard a few reviews. Similar to yours, uh, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. So I want, I, I bought this. I think I pre-purchased it and then it, it had dropped a few weeks ago, but I hadn't had a chance to see it. And the opening scene I thought was, I was like, Oh man, I thought this was going to be another three hours of like Oppenheimer where the sound and the score and everything just moves you through that movie. And you're because the opening to this and there are some really good, really good use of sound in Atmos in bass. And there's there's some really, really good stuff in here. Um, I I I loved that opening scene. The music, the bass, yes. the beats coming through you. And I was like, here we go. It was a slog. Mm-hmm. It was brutal because it just, it, it like literally went off a cliff after that. Like just, but the tone of the movie is that. I mean, this is, it's just, this to me is like, if this is, I don't know if it's based off a true story or if it's based oh, off yeah. true events. If this is actual because of the way are the are the names in this real or is it made from uh you know what I mean? I don't yeah, I don't know I don't that. Know. Yeah, that I don't exactly. Know. Yeah. I don't know. 
This movie is so difficult to watch that I would put it, it's not as well made, but I would put this on like Schindler's List type difficulty to watch because of what happens here, what goes on with these people and the, the vile evil of an individual, mm. right? So by the end of it, you're just like disgusted. Like, and I mean, there are evil people in the world. And there, I mean, it's like we had, uh, John in the chat said, uh, where, where did it go? John in the chat said, this is, uh, I, I can't find it, John. I'm sorry, but it's, uh, he said, this is, uh, oh, here it is. I think this is Marty's white man bad movie. And I was like, I wouldn't say white man bad, like that guy bad. <laughs> because they were like, I mean, it's, it's just like, ugh. And it's like, but I mean, there are some, you know, there are all different races in the movie and there's, you know, a lot of them are good trying to, but it's just, oh, it's so difficult, but it's so slowly told that by the end of it, it's like, I felt like, you know, like when we said in John Wick 4, you're like, oh, if you cut a couple of those scenes there, maybe you tighten that up a little bit. Well, we have so much fun on the roller coaster ride. We just, you're like, eh. and this one here, you're not having fun. There's no roller coaster ride. I don't know how you cut it because you got to tell the story, but I'm not a filmmaker like that. But at the end, you're just like, you're so drained. And every now and then as a home theater fan, you're like, all right, well, that was pretty good, but it's over three hours long. There's not a lot. There's, there's so much down in between that you're like, uh, The Departed, I think, is way better. Like the tone of that mm. and the dynamics of that storytelling and everything <laughs> that he did there. Mm. There, there's, it wasn't evident here. And it, I just thought the yeah. movie itself was just, it was a difficult one. I mean, yeah, the, the subject matter is difficult, but even if it, it was just, I've been through Schindler's List a few times, you know, and it's like, but this one here, I'm like, mm, just didn't yeah. play I'm, well. Um, I'm not going to go near comparing the Holocaust to anything else. Um, but <laughs> I'm not but comparing think, the Holocaust. No, I'm comparing I'm how you kidding. feel when you see it. You're just like, yeah, this no, is disgusting. Yeah. And it's like, but like I've said about Schindler's List here, it's like, uh, was it Oscar Schindler, right? Mm -hmm. His, what he did there is uplifting, right? Him trying, yeah. he saved those people. We've talked about that on the show, but being, witnessing what was going on. Same here. It's like you're witnessing what's going on and that people did this and you're like, it's well, awful. What, what I was struggling with particularly this is there's no drive to the story. It doesn't, it, it's, it, I mean, right. I've seen reviews talk about how repetitive it is. And I, I think that's right. You know, it's just the same thing again and again and again and again. There's no, and, and, and Scorsese tends to have a drive to his, to his story. The Irishman had that. There is a, right. there is a proper arc. You see where this is going. It, it, it has a, a drive to it, as does all of the other movies that I mentioned. But this one just is turgid and just, 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 just like you said, a slog in every way, um, right? And just and it and it, it again, it's navel gazing. That you could you could summarize this story in thirty seconds, you know, it, and and it's a horrible story, but it's not a story that needs to be shown again and again and again and again until you've been hit over the head with it so many times that you've just right. lost all interest in what you're being. You become numb to what you're seeing. I think because it's it's boring. 
And I know that sounds horrible to say because of how horrible the incidents have been, but there's right. a diff- there's another way of telling this story that, that gets across right. the horror of what happened, but does not bore you to tears with the way in which it's right. told. Um, you know, and I get, I mean, John, John Thompson, you know, he's seen it three times. John, you're a better man than me. Um, we've seen it three times, but says the second time it played better, it is self-indulgent. And I think that, yeah, I mean, I don't like to say that about Martin Scorsese because the guy's a genius, but it does feel a bit navel-gazing. It is a bit just just like, just don't show one scene of something if 12 scenes will do. And that's kind of how this felt. Um, and yeah, and, and some, some odd choice in DiCaprio's acting at times as well. Not quite sure where the jutting lip for the last half comes from, but it's just so really odd. He suddenly just starts talking in a weird way. The whole way, the whole movie, I thought DiCaprio was just doing, uh, Sling Blade. And I thought, um, (laughs) and I, and I, well, and I thought De Niro was doing Springsteen. His his mannerisms, the way he talked, he was like nailing like how Springsteen talks, and I've watched him so like so much. It, I was like, "You're doing Springsteen, he's doing you know Sling Blade," and I was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was odd. So, it was odd, and like I said, I'm quite happy to not not experience this again. Yeah, <laughs> let, let, us, let us know what you think of it, John. I I I could tell you right now, I won't have an opinion <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have uh swayed yeah. me i wasn't sure i wanted to see it to begin with um but i would have given it the benefit of the doubt based on the cast and the director but yeah, yeah. well quite now yeah, no, I, I was really looking forward to it i but don't know me that too. i will no, I, yeah. I actually somebody in the chat said they saw the trailer and they were out on the trailer i loved the trailer I was like, that looks good. Cause I loved what yeah. DiCaprio was doing. I loved, I, I mean, even in the trailer, I'm like, this looks really good. And I was, ex- and then even like I said, how it opened, I was like, all right, I'm all in on this. This is going to be, ugh. and it's like, you're waiting for that more, like keep the, keep the, keep the movie moving. And it didn't to your point, Steve. It's like, it was just like, oh, here we go. I mean, I hate I to like, not form my own opinions, but when the both of you are telling me that. Right. Mr. Brightside over here. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) Generally, I want to watch it and make my own opinion, but three and a half hours is a long time. When DJ don't (laughs) like it and DJ like everything. Yeah, exactly. exactly. (laughs) I want to see John's version. John has redone this. Look, Marty doesn't hit home runs all the time. Casino, The Departed, Food Fellas. That sounds really good. I missed that one. <laughs> yeah. That sounds good. That's cool. John on Sundays. That's my kind of mo- yeah, that's my kind of movie. Sometimes Monday night. Ooh, fellas. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, Sorry, John. Uh, it's not your fault. I know what you that meant. That was funny. That was great. That was funny. That was I thought he stuff. was saying that those were the ones that he didn't hit home runs on. I'm like, man, no, I, was no, like, yeah, yeah, I was no. like, I like all hey, three not of those everybody movies. hits home. You can't hit a home run on everything. Right. Look at our shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go out on a high note. Uh, spoilers on this next one. Let's go out on a high note here. Um, so we're, I'll bring Marvels uh, dropped today on Kaleidoscape. Uh, I, I, so I grabbed it on, obviously, Kaleidoscape, as you see on the screen. But I also I also grabbed it. Uh, let's see, is it working? Yeah, look at that. You guys see that? Mm-hmm. Look at that. It's actually the live. So if you take the live picture, see how the animation is actually on the screen? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is All that right. Disney Plus? Uh, no. iTunes. 
You have to purchase it right now. Right. It's only up for purchase. It. So it was nineteen ninety nine if you want to buy it now. Uh, and I can't remember what I paid for Kalaski. It's probably twenty four ninety nine as Disney stuff is typically. But I pre purchased this anyways. Um, and it's funny. I, Todd and I were talking last week. It it, it had come up for pre purchase last week, and uh, which was out of the ordinary for Disney. Disney movies typically they just show up on your on Kaleidoscape available to buy when they drop digitally. And um this is if it's not the first one cuz I I feel like I might have said this before but this one came up for pre pre-purchase like a week ago so I bought it. I got up this morning and there it was. Right. And I was like, "Oh, all right. Snowstorm outside. I'm like I can't go anywhere." <laughs> so I compared uh the two um did did you both see this? I know, John, you saw it in the theater, right? I saw it in the theaters, yes. Steve, yeah. you didn't see it yet? No, still not. Okay. No, Marvel Fatigue. I know. I'm Marvel gonna, Fatigue. I'm going to buy the, I'm going to buy the disc when it comes out, but I'm happy okay. to wait for the disc. But yeah. you, we, you enjoyed it, right, John? We both thought it, it was like, it was good. my favorite Marvel of 2023. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, the I disc? Think, yeah. I ooh, think it was, yeah. it's good. I, yeah. The disc is good. I saw this in the theater in 3D. And I thought the 3D really it was it was really good, and I thought it lent itself to uh, seeing it in 3D really helped because of the uh, the the what do you call them? the portals or whatever they're going through in space right. there. And I thought th- there was a lot of nice effects going on there, but the 4K HDR on this really really nice. It's I mean this it looks really good. I'll get more into that in a minute. The audio on it. So much good Atmos. There's yeah. scenes where like people are on speakers, but you're in like, and it comes in all around you. Uh, when they're jumping around, you know what that is. It's like point, point noise. I mean, they have full use of all the speakers in your room. Um, I had, I had a lot of fun with this one. Um, the, the singing and dancing. That was a fun scene. The dynamics of the, the on your screen, the vibrancy of the colors, all of that fun stuff. Um, it was really, the one scene really I good. didn't love. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's not one that you'd be like, "Oh wow, more of that in the MCU, please." But right. home theater wise, it was it was really good. Oh, I bet, yeah, I bet it was. Um, now to get, I mean, if you if you've enjoyed, if you saw it in the theater and you enjoyed the movie, definitely grab the disc. You'll be very happy with it. You're, you, this is almost a must own. I would say it's very, very good disc. Um, if you're, I, I wouldn't say this is one to buy digitally. If you, if you plan on getting the disc and do a comparison, because wait for the disc. Uh, I compared the two of them, the digital cut, co- you know, the iTunes purchase looks really good. It sounds really good, but it doesn't, it, it there's a, a significant drop between the uh the digital and the physical media the physical media the what i have on the kaleidoscape right now is it, the picture i'll tell you when you first go like to the digital you're like this looks really good nice vibrancy good detail everything then you go back and you were like oh no that's not as clear okay <laughs> let me go back again all right that's not as clear it's like it's it's a slight slight blur to it that you just it's not as crisp and then 
it's also the dynamics aren't as like it's not as vibrant. So like some of those in in this movie here, there's tons of things that you want that vibrancy for. Um, if you were to just put it on in one room and you had to walk all the way to another room and see it there, you probably wouldn't know a difference. But if you have to choose, I would choose the physical media. I would wait for the physical media on this. You will not be disappointed. Um, the audio on it, the dynamics, so much better on the physical. So much better. The, so there's a, the opening scene they have. There's, there's some base in it. There's a spaceship and base. Spoilers. Yeah, right. Spaceship and base. And I've said it before, my Harmony remote, if you get the right amount of bass and it shakes and it goes low enough, the Harmony remote on my chair will light up. It'll activate. It would activate and kaleidoscape, but it didn't activate on the digital. Uh, there's a, f- a few jumps later on in the movie where, you know, a few scenes later on in the movie, same thing. The ba- It's just not as dynamic. And it, it, it definitely wait for the disc um, because it's a lot of fun. I think uh, I would love to do this one. Like somebody, when this comes out on physical, uh, do a takeover Tuesday with somebody and just talk about some scenes. Cause there are some, this is one that I would love to do. Uh, like how I used to break them down because there's some three boxes of popcorn here. <laughs> it's like, there's a lot of fun stuff in this movie. So I, 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 I I don't want to say I got Shawshanked into it because I was just going to pop through, but it, it was a lot of fun and uh, definitely worth uh, picking up if you enjoyed it in the theater. If you've got an MCU hangover, then maybe not. <laughs> what do you got there, Steve? Uh, Keith? Keith Keith says, just when I think I'm out of the MCU, you guys pull me right back in. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Keith. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm definitely going to get the disc because I've got all of the movies. I don't, you know, I'm not right. out of it enough to break the chain, but I'm not expecting much from this. I didn't like Miss Marvel. I didn't enjoy that series. I never finished it um, just because it wasn't, I didn't feel it was for me. You know, it wasn't aimed at me. I didn't feel. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, and so I'm wary of this because I'm wondering if it's more of the same. Mm-mm. So I, I don't know. But I, I, I will buy the disc. It'll be worth buying it, and then hopefully, you know, I'll enjoy it. But we will see. Well, well one <laughs> last thing uh, before I could go on here, but John, why, tell people why it was your favorite MCU of the year. Just, I mean, spoiler free, of course. But because I mean, the stuff was crap. I don't know. No, I mean, okay. I just, I don't know. I just didn't, oh, I didn't, hi, Bob. I didn't, well, I just didn't love, you know, cause what did we have? Ant-Man, hmm. Quantum Mania, which I three? didn't, I didn't think, oh, true. I forgot Guardians about Guardians 3. Yeah. I forgot about that. So Guardians 3 might've been my favorite then, uh, but this would be close second. Um, I didn't love Thor, Love and Thunder, although that might've been 2022. I can't recall. Uh, but I just feel like the last several Marvel prop, uh, movies I was underwhelmed by. And this one, perhaps because I went in with lower expectations to start with. Um, but I just had a blast with this. I thought it was a lot yeah. of fun. Um, I liked Captain Marvel. Um, I know yes, that's, I know too. I'm one of the few, but I did like that movie. I like her mm. as Captain Marvel. Mm. Um, as far as Miss Marvel goes, I do agree that the show was aimed at a different audience, but I still found it fun. Um, but yeah. what I liked about this is that it took it took the aspects of the show that I enjoyed and incorporated them into the movie, and it left out the things that I didn't like from the show. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. um, okay. And so I thought as a character, uh, Miss Mar- like Iman Villani steals this movie. She is just mm. – Super fun, fun. 
She's a yeah. joy to watch. You know, um, her personality you, is is yeah. infectious, kind of like she just feels like she's a spectator. <laughs> it, it, like she feels like us. Yeah, if we got thrown exactly. into this movie, you know, because she's you know with her heroes and she, you know. But it's the it's the relationship. It's like right. not only the relationship of um, the characters, but I mean, right. it's that, you know, imagine being her. You have to see it, Steve. Right. But I know what you're saying about the show. Like John said, it's like there are aspects of, like it wasn't really that show. Miss Marvel wasn't really for us. But now you you incorporate her into a world where it's like, OK, now we're bringing you in here and. And the 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 dichotomy between them all, or the juxtaposition, I should say, of like this isn't right, but it's like it is, and it's like, they're kind of like it's. It was a lot of fun, and th- there's a lot yeah. of humor that was pulled out of that too. It was, yeah. And I like Monica. Uh, you know, I liked her from WandaVision. I liked that character as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, I thought that, like I said, I just thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, but again, I had lower expectations of it. Um, yeah. So maybe I was just surprised. More than anything, I haven't seen it a second time, but I don't imagine I'll like it less. Right. Um, you know, so yeah. yeah I, would, I, I, will, I, I mean, I, I liked Captain Marvel as well. I mean, I like that. Yeah. I thought she was really good. Brie Larson's great as the character. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that you know exactly as you said, the, the bits from the show that weren't for me won't won't sour me too much on the movie. But yeah, I'm happy to wait for it to hit disc and then I'll yeah, I'll give it a go. I, if you if you typically watch physical. Media, I would wait for the physical media. Don't just grab the digital just for yeah. the sake of getting it early. Cause I, I think I, because I don't think it's that good of a movie that you need both copies, but I do right. think it's a very, very good. It's going to be a very good disc. Um, this is also February 13th. It comes out the same yeah. day as planet earth three. So, oh, there you go. Look at us. <laughs> All right. All right. That's the show. Yeah, I was. We went out on a high note. We did. Um, we we have. Uh, let me uh, get this uh, one in the chat here. Uh, where did it go? Uh, here, I'll just highlight it from here. Chris Brown, uh, killers from what I have read up on since is spot on from the true story. Not quote laid on thick. These guys were horrible people. I'm happy I was able to learn about it. I thought it was well told. Um, from that aspect, I, I agree with you, Chris. I think it's something that like I didn't know about until this. Um, but I lean more towards I, Steve's side in that I think you could have told this in a, I don't want to say entertaining way, but in a way that it was, you know, it, it didn't feel as draining to us. It's like, I, I just don't know how to describe that, but I could actually, Chris, if you want to do a takeover Tuesday, we could do it the whole thing about the movie because I can actually swing my opinion the other way by saying that's the point of the movie because if you go through this, it's going to be a draining thing. So I, I could see that. I could see Scorsese saying if he, if he wants to come over and do his takeover Tuesday, I'd be happy to talk to him about it. <laughs> but I could see him saying like, um, yeah, that's the point. I wanted you to be drained at the end of this because this is a horrible experience. So I get that. But sometimes when we, I don't, if you have people like Steve and I going, Ugh, I wouldn't really watch that. Your story's not going to get told as much. I'm not saying you have to make it entertaining, but Schindler's List wasn't entertaining, but it's a masterpiece in storytelling. I don't think 
Killers of the Flower Moon is a masterpiece in storytelling because at the end you're going, don't see it. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. and that's, it's a shame because I, I'd, I'd more tell you to just go look up what the story is about and you see how awful that was. And then you don't have to sit through that. And it's, but I, I see your point, Chris. And, uh, yeah, I agree with you, but I, mm, so, all right. Um, anything else, guys? No. Nope. No, all done. All right. All done. All right. Yeah, we got to get out. We're running late. So I know Steve's got to get to bed. Sorry. But uh, thank you to all the Patreon supporters. Thank you to everybody that's supporting us. Everybody in the chat. uh, So much fun. Huge chat numbers. Uh, Great comments from everybody. Thank you very much. Uh, This this is the live show. Obviously, this is a live show. This will be this is this is it. The two hour, 19 minute show. It's going to be two hour, 20 minute show. Uh, and all these will be coming out in segments. So watch for those and you can just each, each segment we just did is going to come out as its own segment. Uh, we're going to try doing that going forward. So, uh, thank you everybody. Um, let's get out of here. What do we got to do? Go push play. What he said. This has been a Hey Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.